All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two. Michael, is it IO panel? Is it audibletrial.com slash IO panel? Yes, I put the link in the chat. All one word, okay. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get your free audible download and 30 day trial free at audibletrial.com slash IO panel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Ugh. Oh, that was great. Shut the fuck up, Michael. April 1st, 2018, and this is the IO panel. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? I am the host this week, James, and with me are my two uh, two uh, doers of daring do. That's not repetitive at all. Uh, Evan and Mike, what's up? Uh, Evan, what's up? let's start with you. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. It's, uh, you got a lot of doo-doo. Yeah, there's a fair amount. Poop joke. Seems to be all coming out of my mouth. Scatological. That's right. It's a good word. I thought you were going to say he has a lot of pep in his step. But, uh... No, I would never say such a thing. Even though I've probably said that in the last three weeks. <laughs> so there's a product made by my company, which I think are one of the companies we acquired, that leverages Elk Stack. Um <laughs> So oh, you they saw the email. Oh, are we getting elk steaks for Christmas? Yeah, no, it's worse than that. So they that that group they make three things. They make Fed Track, Sock Track, Scat Track, uh, Scat Track, and Elk Stack. <laughs> so the running gag is you are going to use you're going to use Scat Track to find the Elk Stack. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to start tracking your bowel movements and logging them into Scat Track. Yeah, that's also very good. Yeah, it is. But I prefer elk steaks, honestly. But Evan, go, go, please, please continue. How was your, I, how's your week been? What's going on? <laughs> um, I live a very boring life, which I'm trying to uh, remedy somehow. Just waiting cool. for the answer to come to me. Not making any effort. Random to change acts of myself. gun violence. Yeah. Hey, um, that's an idea. <laughs> that would certainly uh, liven up my life. <laughs> yes. But nothing nothing really to report. Allergies are under control. Uh, mice are on the way. All the normal stuff. Nice. Yeah. What, what kind of mice? What are you getting? Um, Thermaltake Ventus Z. Laser gaming mouse. This is the water-cooled laser gaming mouse. It's not, but just by the name, I can understand uh, why you might think that. It is a... Uh, I'll call it honeycombed, because the new Final Mouse Ultralight Pro has 
called it that, but the top shell uh, has sort of cutouts in it to, honestly, on this one, just to show off the LEDs underneath, but on the other mounts, it's just to reduce the weight because you don't really need all that material. <clears throat> but that's about it. Just uh, feeding my addiction, adding to my collection, which reminds me of uh, the sort of joke I read about uh, microbrew. I think it was microbrew a couple years ago. They're like, thank you to everyone who microbrews for making my drinking habit seem like a hobby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's very true. I like to taste fine beers. I'm not yeah. a, I don't have a problem. I don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Michael, how you doing, man? How's your week been? Uh, you know, it's had its ups and it's had its downs. I, uh, been a little sick this week. This is a couple days of work. But uh is that the up or the down? That would be the down. Actually, you know, don't mind going to work. Mm-hmm. Get out of the house, see it people. It is right across the street. Right. You know. It's not it's not too big a lift, you know. Okay. I can okay, okay, okay. I can usually handle it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, not occasionally again. you have to take a break, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. Only human. But, uh, yeah, work's been okay. Uh, we didn't have any darts this week. Bye week? Think. Or weather yeah. related? No, no. Yeah, it's bye a week. bye week this week. Are we playing this week, James? Yes, we are. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. The bye week, we had two bye weeks and uh, one cancellation. So that cancellation pushed us back. And we have, so we have, I think we have two more games this year, this season. Any dropouts from your, like, seven people who joined up? One person hmm. just, just left just left um, last week. Okay. Sorry for your loss. Oh, no, it's fine. I think she just has school or something. Hmm. She hasn't died yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and as far as me, uh, basically about the same, you know, just... Playing video games, don't doing what I do. Uh, I I picked up Far Cry Five and I'm having a ball with that. We'll discuss that a little bit later in game theory. And uh, sadly, I have not played Sea of Thieves again. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about that a little bit. And there's a new release of uh, Star Citizen, so that's good. I downloaded it and became frustrated with it. And <laughs> are they uh, still like 25 gig downloads? Every week? No, no, they fixed it. Now, okay. now the downloads are more like hundreds of megabytes. Uh, oh, perfect! Uh, so it's not bad actually. As long as, as long as, as long as major core engine changes don't occur, the incremental updates are all very low now. They just up, add ships and mechanics, so it's not bad. Good. Um, but uh, yeah, that's I haven't done much. I did pick up some. Weird beer last night, some mango wheat something or other was pretty nice. So, what do normal people do to not be boring? Or uh, are most people boring? I think, and most we just people, think they're not. I think, I think most people have. So, in my opinion, at least you and I, not Michael so much, but you and I live on the fringe. Of like, you know, our social circles. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of harder. It's a lot a fair amount harder for us to get up and go. I'm going to go do blah. You know, Michael is actually pretty social. He he doesn't mention it on the show, but he's actually a pretty social guy. He gets out. I don't. You know, I get out like once a week. And Friday nights, the Saturday nights are spent kind of in the house, wandering around, trying to figure out what I should be doing on the computer. I mean, I'm not joking. It's kind just of just walking sad. from corner to corner, like basically. What, uh, what am I doing here? What the fuck? yeah. Maybe that corner has the answers. Yeah, exactly. No, Mike doesn't want to be associated with uh, the most deadly of all enemies, the butterfly. So that's why he he chooses not to uh, tell tales of his social life. Yeah, as long as the butterfly is not a... can't find me? Bar butterfly is good. (laughs) It's true, but that... (laughs) The... (laughs) The liquor-teated butterfly. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think the, they listen to the show, but I could be wrong. How do you know? Where our statistics are lacking. So it's true. They uh, have a very diverse culture uh, to include moths and other winged insects. That whose main goal is to terrify you uh, in every aspect of your life. Me personally. You. Yes. Yes. You personally. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, yeah okay, James. Very yeah. good. Thank so you, I guess. It. I don't know. Yeah, thanks, Michael. How do we change that? Did you want to host? Were you, were you starting to host just then? You thanking me? I'm your host. Do you want to host? I meant oh, more like you're right. like you were like yeah. complimenting me almost. So that's right. I was thanking way. you for that. But, well, th- okay. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I'll shut the fuck up. Wow. All right. <laughs> Wiser words have never been. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, all right, so <laughs> all right, uh, let's take ourselves into the news section here. What have we got? Uh, okay. I feel like one of you guys has got this one. Yeah, I got the first two here. Uh, the first one, um, last week, the well, the man who shall be named Kim Jong un, because that's his name, uh, went to Beijing to meet with. Another president's name who I can't pronounce um, to broker peace, maybe, uh, and release their nuclear arms upon the world, maybe. So Kim Jong Un went to Beijing on a train that was built for his grandfather, I guess, and is known uh, only to be to be used only by the Kim family. So it was no surprise to anyone who you know. It was rolling rolling down the tracks into Beijing. There was no guess as to who was on it. So people were taking to their social media platforms, uh, I guess, like WeChat and Weibo. Lots of weeaboos in there. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, reporting, you know, t- I'll say tweeting, you know, Kim Jong-un, North Korea. And uh, because the Chinese government has such control over the internet traffic and that sort of um, dissemination of information that was all being blocked. So some citizens got around it by like, like, Oh, the fat man on the trains here. Or, uh, <laughs> one of my favorites was the obese patient. <laughs> like the obese patient arrived. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was funny. The and fatty on the train. Yeah. I saw not today. So it's not like April fools or anything, but, um, I believe there there will be talks between North Korea 
and South Korea and North Korea and the United States and some, you know, some random person on the internet who I don't know who they are reported that uh, North Korea might be willing to, uh, I'll say disarm their nuclear program, which might be a good thing. So, yeah, I did see something about that. Uh, they were going to supposedly are going to have a meeting with Trump at some point. Mm-hmm. He's going to fix all of it. Don't worry. Don't you worry. You're pretty little butterfly head. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Chill your thorax. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thorax. Yeah. I just got me thinking of the Futurama episode where Bender like speaks to the bees. <laughs> they speak in the language of dance. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's fucking great. Um, we we were. Uh, I mean, I, I, I. What do you guys think of this? Is it? Is this? Is this a good thing? Uh, It'll be a good care? thing in the long run. It's a good thing. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh... I don't think we're going to war with you know China or anything. Um, I just think it's it's news because it's the first time uh, that he's left the country in seven years or so. Mm. I mean, he was obviously educated outside of North Korea, so he knows that the rest of the world exists. Obviously. Uh, but I guess he just doesn't get out much. So a that... picture of these two guys together. Yeah. <laughs> My God, look at this. Look at look at, look at uh, the, the, the president for life. Mm-hmm. In China, <laughs> look at his face. Ecstatic. Yeah, he is like not fucking thrilled. And look at Kim Kim Jong. His face. He's like, yeah, I'm fat. Like, yep. like that's. He's like, I'm fat, and I know it. And and he's like, I shop at James Bond dictator uh, bad guy school. Yeah, I was something. actually gonna ask, what's up with that? Like, what is he wearing? I have no idea. It's one of the two sanctioned uniforms. Of North Korean leadership. No, I don't, dude, I don't why know. is it every bad guy wears those fucking things? Like, can you, where can you go buy that? Go to a store and be like, I want a dress, I want a suit jacket, but that goes all the way up with a collar, and I want to close the collar. <laughs> I said, I don't want a tie, though, and I don't want a dress shirt. <laughs> so I want a suit jacket. Yeah, I want a suit jacket. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, you want to look like a fucking supervillain. It's like, bingo. Like, where you, who, who makes that? Where do you go buy one of these? I'll put in the order of the Korean sweatshop immediately. And every picture he's wearing that or something very similar. North Korean sweatshop. Yes. They don't even pay money. They just fucking the prison shavings. The prison camps, yes. Yeah, they just, they just like scrape the skin off the potato, drop it in a pot, boil it, and then pour the water through a strainer and let them drink that water. That's how, that's how they roll down. That's how they get paid. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny? It's hilarious <laughs> because it's not happening to us. I think yeah. it's pretty funny, actually. But yeah, it is pretty funny. It's it's, it's sad but funny. <laughs> Prison camps, hilarious. Yeah. So political dissidents. Yeah. Love it. Chopped off toes. Love right. it. Shut up. Chopped off toes. What are you let's, talking about? Let's go. Let's go. Like this All is right. fucking whatever. Yeah. All what right. do we got next here? This is also Evan speaking. So since we're we're briefly on the topic of China, um, the Chinese Tiangong One spacecraft is expected to plummet back to Earth. Uh, space station. Spacecraft. 
which is part of the space station they were working with. Oh. But this craft, part of the station, um, is due to plummet to the Earth, as crafts do. <laughs> okay. uh, late, late tonight slash early tomorrow morning. Say craft again. Craft. Shells and cheese. Thank no, you. That's Velveeta. Craft mac and cheese. There we go. Yeah. Um, so originally it was sent up in 2011, which happens to coincide with the last time that Kim Jong-un left North Korea. <gasps> other than this last week. Uh, it, it really only had a two-year life expectancy, um, but they lost contact. Well, they lost the ability to, I guess, they kind of lost contact. The They lost telemetry with it. Um, now, it was supposed to be, like, the first uh, sort of module. They were going to send up the Tiangong 2 and 3 and build their own space station, uh, eventually completing in 2023, I believe. But, like with most um, spacecraft, once you sort of lose contact with it, it's only a matter of time until it plummets back through the atmosphere and burns up. It's unlikely that anyone is going to get hit by this, because apparently, statistically, the chances of getting hit by falling space debris is 1 in 1.2 trillion. Um, Do they know where it's going to land? I didn't actually see that anywhere in the article. Somebody knows. We don't know, but somebody else knows. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm sure I could probably do some more research and find out, but uh, it should look like a slow-moving meteor shower, which would be interesting. So, in case you're invisible range somewhere, have a look up. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. They don't say it anywhere here. Weird. Yeah. They know where it goes. I mean, that's very easy to calculate those. They know where it goes. It's not like a, a mystery. <laughs> it's just not mentioned there. Yeah. Well, I know NASA has a website that uh, tracks all space debris. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any information on this. Probably. I'll check that out later. But yeah, it's supposed to crash down. Looks like tomorrow, huh? Early morning tomorrow, UK time, which would probably be like. Oh, it's tonight then. Yeah, for us, be like late evening. Hmm. Which would make uh, for good viewing, assuming you're on the right side of the Earth. Up. Is it up? (laughs) (laughs) Up. All right. Fair enough. See how it all turns out. All right. What do we got here? This This got Mike written all over it. Yes, I, I alluded to this earlier in the week with uh, Evan. So, one of the founding members of The Offspring, he actually left the band early on and is now a doctor. He's an OBGYN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen those shirts? Like, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I'll take a look. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, I've seen that. It's pretty funny, actually. So, get this. He's ha- he's on trial right now for medical malpractice. I don't know the details of that, but 
something happened to one of the jurors, like in the middle of the trial, and he saved the juror's life. Nice. So the judge declared a mistrial, fearing the doc's heroics would sway the jury. That's a good call. Yeah. It, it probably would. So get this. It says, uh, so his, doc, his name is Dr. James, I don't know how to pronounce it, L-I-L-J-A. <laughs> is that his, his, his rap name? Yeah, right. Lil Ja. Lil Ja. <laughs> um, it says Lil Ja left the offspring in the late 1980s to deliver offspring. Wah, wah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, good for him. I assume they're going to reschedule the trial, and he's not just, like, free now. So it says, uh, yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're rescheduling it, but... So it says one of the jurors collapsed, hit his head, and lost consciousness. Um, so he just made sure that they didn't die on the courtroom floor. It's not like he performed a miracle procedure with a big pen, a fucking paperclip, a tie, and like a liter of blood that he found. Right. Okay. Uh, apparently the juror, they found him and the juror had no pulse and was not breathing. <clears throat> so he... Uh, so this guy and his nurse assistant was there also, administered CPR and shocked the man with a defibrillator. Do you know those have to go through yearly checks? Yeah, Just like sense. fire extinguishers? Yeah, makes sense. It says autom- automated external defibrillator, an AED. We have those in my building, although it's not like I would know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess that's the idea, right? Yeah, That's why it's AD. automated. It'll I mean, deploy you should itself. definitely still know how to use it. It's not. It's not. You could could definitely kill somebody with that. <laughs> Just feel like idiocracy. This one goes in your armpit. This one goes under your tongue. This one yeah. goes up your butt. <laughs> That's what I was say. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was say. You could definitely fucking murder the shit out of somebody with that. It's worth reading the directions if you have one around you. I had to uh, to use the ones in our building. We had to get certified. With a basic CPR course, and they taught you how to use them. So, are you, are you now James? James certified CPR. I, I am. Cer- I'm a certified CPR app uh, oh, A certified shit. CPR adjudicator. Yeah, right. <laughs> you wish. I, I do have a, I have a CPR card in my wallet somewhere. Really? Yeah. Huh. The course was a very bad one, though. In which we had very little time to actually try to do it. So if you said, James, I need CPR right now, I'd be like, dude, do you have your will together? (laughs) (laughs) Or do you mind if I cave in your sternum? (laughs) Because I am going to kill you probably. That's bad news. Yeah. It's honestly something everybody should know. I I, I barely remember the class. It was only a year ago. So it wasn't a very good class. I heard something a number of years ago, which may or may not be true because I've never taken a CPR class. But if you're doing CPR correctly, you should be breaking the person's ribs. Yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll feel, when you press in, you feel the ribs and sternum buckle. You feel them like, kind of like, it, it, it's, it's a flexible, the sternum is attached by cartilage, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So when you're pressing on it, you feel it kind of like indent. It's like, whoop, whoop. you can feel it compress. Okay. Um, yeah. And I imagine someone would be in a lot of pain. 
if if done correctly, like yeah. if they survive. <laughs> like it wouldn't be a good situation, so yeah. Cool. Well, you're certified to save lives, but uh but just don't remember how. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> said, so I know I'm supposed to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I think it's boil hot water, I think. It's like he's not pregnant, James. He had a heart attack. But give me towels and hot water. Yep. Call the midwife. Moving on. Michael? Well, James is the host, so I'm waiting for him. But, uh, okay. okay. Please continue with your stories. I'm sorry for berating the girl here. We all suck. As I, as I said, as I said last episode, and you said you didn't understand, I was just taking the piss. Okay. Just having a little fun. So, uh, this next story is also about space. There's, so, as I'm sure you guys are aware, there's two spacecraft that were launched in the 70s called Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, right? Mm-hmm. Launched in the late 70s. They got the gold record on them and all that jazz. Vitruvian Man? Yes. Nice. So, uh, after... So, NASA has received a response from Voyager 1, even though they thought it was, like, basically dead to them. So, they said, after 37 years of inactivity, um, they received a response from Voyager 1, which is 13 billion miles away. It's like, help! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. It's, apparently, it's the furthest and fastest spacecraft Launched September 5th, 1977. Um, but what they're doing, so the what they're supposed to do is send send commands to it so it can realign itself, realign its dish with Earth so it can, like, send back data. And I guess it hasn't been responding, but they got together recently and they said, okay, okay, okay. They're like, what, what else can we try, right? They're like, wow, so they've still been trying to fix this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So they said, um, let's try using a different set of thrusters that have not been used for 37 years. Perfect. Nice. It's 1980. I like it. Uh, Michael, what do you have in your life that is 37 years old and still works? Well, if it was an eighteen billion dollar <laughs> spacecraft, I would hope it would still work. But you know, yeah, good. Um, I'm gonna go with his desk. Yeah, yeah oh, that's true. That's true. Actually, you're right about that. Uh huh. Yeah, the last time these uh, backup thrusters were fired was in November 1980. Uh, let's see. It says the Voyager flight team dug up decades-old data and examined the software that was coded in an outdated assembler language to make sure we could safely test the thrusters. Can you like, imagine? Sir, sir, we need Steve Gibson. Yeah. Dude, working on this kind of shit must be fucking fascinating, you know? Yeah. It's fucking awesome, man. 
I mean, they, they, this is one of the few places where it's like, don't throw that equipment away. We might need it. Like, it's a, it's a really valid fucking excuse, reason. To have, I mean, we throw stuff away at my job all the time. It's like two years old. And it's like, why are we throwing this away? We don't need it. You know, just imagine like there somewhere there's a book, a room full of like big manuals and all this old shit. They're like, we just just in case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing about how I think in the 90s. They needed to fix, or maybe 90s or early 2000s, I don't know. They had to fix, uh, it must have been early 2000s. They had to fix the computers on the space shuttle when they were still using that. They had to get new computers off eBay. Jeez. Because the computers are so old and so whatever. You know, it's not like they're like, oh, just stick a fucking Dell in there, it'll be fine, you know. Yeah, no, right. No, they can't do that. You know, they got legacy use, equipment. Yeah, they got to use the same exact freaking thing. So it's crazy. Yeah. So Voyager One lives on. So what did it send back? Like send like, nudes. Sub, you know? <laughs> yeah, or send. You know, nudes. they didn't really say. They didn't say if what it sent back, if anything. I guess they were just more excited. Like, hey, it responded. You know. So did it stop? Did it like uh, get? knocked off its path and turned in another direction. So like the dish couldn't send back to earth and now it just happened to flip around correctly again. You know, I'm not sure why it's so important that they align the dish if they can send commands to it anyway. Right. You know, I wasn't clear on that myself, but, uh, how's it still powered? Oh, good, good question. So they say it's mission is expected to continue until, 2025, when its radioisotope thermoelectric generators Jesus. will no longer supply enough power to operate its scientific instruments. This thing's nuclear? <laughs> so where is it? At? Has it left the solar system? Well, that's a big, uh, you know, it's a big Pluto question, James. is a planet. So it's, uh, yeah, it's past the furthest planet. And it's still going, but uh, you know, I don't know when. When do we consider left the th- the solar system? Right? Has so. it has it gone through the Kuiper Belt? Yeah, is that way the out there? Belt. Planet X. Uh, you know, good question. That'd be interesting. Planet X confirmed. Voyager says says sup. Planet X <laughs> confirmed. Oh, I mean, they've already confirmed there's a bunch of planets out there. No, but that one that they were like, we're pretty sure that's a planet. Have they confirmed that? They're like, yeah, that's a planet. Uh, like a big-ass one, a big frozen planet, a big ice planet, big Hoth. What if they, <laughs> what if they, what if it's an ice planet? It's like a small. Uh, that's no moon. Yeah, no. <laughs> a small planet surrounded by like a mile of ice. So we're like, oh, it's an ice planet. But then really, it's like a planet within a planet. And that's why it's called Planet X. Or it could be that that you never okay, never mind. The planet has something to give to you. It's possible more than knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's also very good with cars. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> wow. April Fools, everybody! The the bad joke episode, one after the other. They <laughs> just roll the fuck in. <laughs> All right, Michael, let's go. What do we got in local news? 
in local news. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, so they arrested a guy out in Seattle or somewhere near there. Very local. Uh, very local. It's, they said more than a dozen packages were delivered to various government military installations here in the D.C. area. There were like bombs or pieces of bombs. More like, it's like, all right, this one had black powder and like a pen in it. What the It's hell? like, yeah, like it's like a bunch of shit like that. So there were packages sent to uh, Fort Belvoir, Joint Base, Anacostia Bowling, Fort McNair, the Naval Surface Warfare Center, the CIA, uh, and the National Security Agency, the National Reconnaissance Office. Um, and they said even the Secret Service facility that sorts the mail for the White House. So, like, there were packages sent all over the place, but they were able to trace it back using tracking information from the package to they said they said oh okay it came from somewhere in uh let's see in Everett Washington so that's like the Seattle area um and then they they saw so like it was like, you know at like a pack you know like mailboxes etc or whatever it was and then there was sur- surveillance video and so they were able to figure out who sent them got it's, it. a, it's a guy with a very Vietnamese looking name Fan Kong Fan, forty-three years old. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fan Kong Fan forty-three. That's my name. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> like this is his, his plenty of fish profile name. <laughs> Fan Kong Fan forty-three. His Wonder solo Man. album. All yeah. I do is Nguyen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that. Like uh, it says good. some of the packages included rambling letters that an official described as disturbing. The <laughs> official said today's letters were not threatening, but complained about government mind control. Ah, okay. Uh, He's one of them folk. Yeah, I guess so. He knows the truth. So speaking of them folk, uh, there's a Vice News video, which I have not seen, but I saw another guy's video where he took snippets of the Vice News video about a flat earther... Um, a flat earther convention. Oh, it's so good, dude. Some of the people in these pictures, they look like flat earthers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Like, none of them. One guy's there. He's basically just in a robe. You know? He's like in a robe. I'm like, what's happening? Why are you in a robe right now? You know? Just, ugh. And the other guy's like, he's like, if we're on a spinning a rock in space moving... Water would fly out of the toilets in Australia. That's obvious. That's science. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening right now? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Fuck. All right, <clears throat> Michael, what do we got here in Stranger Dangers? Keep us safe, buddy. So this is just a, this is a yearly a yearly contest that happens. Uh, I think it's in Canada. Yeah, it's called Pwn to Own. So is you guys CTF. Hmm. Capture the flag? A, a capture the flag event? Almost. It's uh it's at Cansec West in Vancouver where they have a contest and they say, Okay, 
who can who can uh, break out of the sandbox or who can do exploits on various web browsers and other pieces of software. So they did Edge, Firefox, Safari, Mac OS, and even Oracle's VirtualBox. So, and the cool thing is the the hackers who get this stuff and who are able to do it successfully get money. And it's not like they get 50 bucks in a ham sandwich. Although, you know how I feel about ham sandwiches. I'll take it. I'll take it, yeah. You can keep that 50 bucks. Go Uh, buy yourself some more money. That's right. Give me that ham. So, one hacker was able to, uh, he was able to, uh, Hack Edge, so Microsoft's browser, he used to use after free security flaws. So I don't really know what that means because I'm not a security expert, but, you know, whatever. He earned $70,000. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. Another guy, uh, he did... He did an Apple Safari browser with a, they say, a sandbox escape but he wasn't able to uh, do it in the allotted time, which is 30 minutes. So he didn't get anything. Um, another person, they did Oracle VirtualBox. And they is, they did a couple hacks which were partially successful. They earned, And that, that person earned $27,000. Now, I've heard criticism from about this uh, thing before because they're like, well, hackers will just hang on to their exploits until it's time to <laughs> come to this right. contest and earn that loot. But there's a bunch of companies, uh, Google, Google among them, that does offer bounties on bugs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's a viable way to make a living. One of my coworkers has he he's not done it successfully, but he's he attempted to do it. He did get a. He went here. No bug bounties as a living. Oh, just bug bounties in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a, not as a living, but as a secondary income. You know, because some of them are pretty substantial, but it's you know. It seems like it would take a lot of time and effort to yeah. dig through code and. Probably wouldn't yeah. be worth the time. Yeah, that's what he did all day. He went even when he was at work, and it was super annoying because he never got anything done. <laughs> but yeah, and it, I don't think he ever found any substantial bugs. So some web stuff. That was really it. Well, at this pwn to own, which was two days total, uh, they they awarded everyone like the total prize money awarded was two hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars. That's not so, too bad. One Mozilla bug, two Oracle bugs, four Microsoft bugs, and five Apple bugs. Wow. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we're in the wrong business. No, I think they're in the wrong business. Yeah. They're in they, the wrong business. They need to be in Bratislava hacking <laughs> and, 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 and fucking robbing people on the internet. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Um... <laughs> All right, they speak so, in my language now. If you dedicated a year of your life to finding a bug worth sixty-five grand, I'd be very impressed, Mike. And it wouldn't be worth it. Sixty-five grand? 
how would you pay your bills for that? I mean, I guess you had the money saved up, right? No, no, that's in, in, on top of my job. Oh, on top of your job. No, sure, no, yeah, you could absolutely. It'd be hard. That would suck. Like that'd be like not all your time, all your free time. Um, well, I use it right now so productively. So. I mean, what what would happen to your drinking habit, though? Yeah, that's true. I mean, sacrifices I, must be made. I do have obligations. Well, <laughs> do you have to make sacrifices though? You don't. You can still drink. It may not be very effective, but you can still drink. I guess if you drink all the time, it's like studying when you're drunk. As long as you take the test when you're drunk, then you're really bad at psychology. You're going to fail anyways, but, you know, at least be consistent. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Yep. All right. Uh, Mike, got anything else? Not for a pwn to own. All right, cool. So uh, that reminded me, actually, of something I saw earlier this week, and I posted it down here in Stranger Danger. Uh, and I put e-hackers because I'm an idiot. I should say vice hackers. So anyway, um, Vice News did a video uh, about the rash of uh, ransomware attacks we've had recently in Atlanta and you know whatnot. Uh, so in their video, they went to a big hacker conference. In well, they talked to they talked to a local local police department that got the same malware twice. And both times they had to pay them fifty grand each time to get the get rid of the uh, ransomware, um, and then uh, they went to a event in Russia, which is like basically a Russian DefCon, and just like I mean, obviously I, I've never been to DefCon. I don't know if you or Mike have, uh, if either of you has been to DefCon. Nope, no sir. I, I assume it's really cool, you know, but just because I know how Americans are, I can assume we can kind of postulate that a few things aren't occurring so at the russian one they do a pwn to own event where if you get detected by the by the router you drink a shot so <laughs> just imagine a big professional conference and these like guys are like all right you the the, the router picked you up take a shot and they're just taking shit like, that's why i say michael you can keep drinking um oh there you go yeah <laughs> but uh I, I, the the one of the creepy things was one of the events they have here is hacking SCADA networks and IoT networks. So the whole idea of this test is to get the two trains on the SCADA network to crash into each other. So and the SCADA network is run by I can't think of the name, but I saw it and I recognized it immediately because we have one in our office. It's not a broad ridge. It's broader birch, broader bund. I don't know. It's a company that makes rock, rock, rock ridge, rock part. I don't know. They make con- IoT controllers for skated devices. Rockwell. Rockwell. That's it. So it was a Rockwell. Is it the turbo encabulator? Yeah. yeah, it's by the same company who makes a turbo encabulator. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, <laughs> not not Broadcom. No, it's it's it's, it's definitely a Rockwell. Okay. Yeah, it's. Solenoidal movement by the fuzzle comms or whatever. <laughs> so, if you don't know what the turbo encabulator is, you something wrong in your life. You need to get you need to get your left right and go 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 Google that and watch some videos. Um. So anyway, uh, but they of course some some guy did it. They made the trains crash into each other, and they had a power a fake power plant hooked up to this to the network and stuff like that. And so these guys, they're, they you know they were like, hey. Everything that we have here is the same stuff that is in, exists in the real world, and if you can do it here, you can do it in the real world. Um, 
it's a very enlightening video. If you're interested in hacking and like what's happening right now in hacking and things like that, and you know, as a matter of fact, the 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 host of the show, she was, uh, you know, I won't say she challenged him to hack her, but she had them hack her, or she or they hacked her as part of the show without her knowing about it, and they had an NSA hacker and a Russian guy who happened to be at this conf- conference hack uh, hack into her shit. And man, it's just nasty. It's it's like the stuff they got and the things they did are just ridiculous. Obviously, if you're in this world, you understand social engineering, and a fair amount of it is that, you know. So it's not shocking, but it's just kind of like I think honestly, everybody should see at least that segment, you know, to get an idea of how like how most hacks work because it's a great example of how most hacks work. It's just basic social engineering stuff. Um, and then lastly, they have she inter- interviews a real hacker who's hacking, doing a corporate corporate espionage, you know, for money. He's pulling customer service databases and stuff. It's really interesting. And he talks about how he made how much money he's making and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. So anyway, yeah, I thought it was a good video. It's in the description there in the show notes under Vice Hackers. Uh, Michael or Evan, what do you got next here? Uh, so sorry, James. This just reminded me. Uh, I added this last second. Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, Georgia, was hit by a ransomware attack uh, about a maybe about a week ago, and they're still trying to recover from it. It said it says here they they were hit. A uh, five out of thirteen departments of the city government was hit. So they were. I was listening to NPR yesterday, and they were talking about there's no Wi-Fi at the airport. Uh, cops are having to. You know, uh, book book people into the jail manually using you know just paper forms now and stuff. Like it's like total fucking chaos. So what I heard about this was the the, the hacker group that got the hacked them. They are pretty much they only ask for fifty thousand dollars, and they only ask fifty thousand dollars for the entire hack. And if you pay them, they will always give you the right. Like they are they're an honorable hacking group <laughs> that when you pay them, they give you the code to right. decrypt your shit. But of course, so th- everyone says, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. And this is the result. They're still fucked a week later. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, they, you know, here's the thing, right? These comp- these com- see, the word hacked to me has given society and public at large who don't understand this world this idea that what happened was totally unavoidable and an outside force came in and, you know, the, the ransomware storm hit Atlanta, you know, and, and in reality, it's bad cybersecurity and Atlanta's government and their CIO probably doesn't exist or is totally understaffed and they don't have a system that's all tied together and they don't have any rules in place. They don't have any SS, any system security plans in place. And it's a whole mess because of that. So, and then they got the the obvious thing that's happening to everybody everywhere happened to them, you know. So you think I mean, it's why, an inside job? No, I don't. I mean, yeah, just like the, the the cop in the video I just put up that I put in there, the, the that one. He's like, yeah, we clicked on an email, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it is an inside job. Some fucking untrained idiot clicked on something. Probably that's normally how they get it, you know. We'd all love to believe that some some sneaker esque sneakers esque you know fucking plan was executed. Oh yeah, you know it's like oh 
they uh you know they executed a remote code vulnerability and the blah and the whatever yeah. no. No, no 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 they yeah. send an email to a bunch of assholes <laughs> and some asshole clicked the link and that was it yeah and then the whole network was destroyed <coughs> and they spread it around their friends that's what it always is of, yeah it's it's not this is not like some I mean I don't want to say it's not malicious it is malicious but it's very avoidable. You know, with a little education, but until I think it'll be a generation before this is a problem that's fixed. If any, if we are in the wrong business, it's not, we, we are not hacking. <laughs> like, we need to be in a, we need to go to Venezuela and start hacking. That's what we need to do. Go to find a nice non extradition country and live large on our hacking money, you know, because America ain't ready. It is not ready. I, uh, you know? yesterday when I was listening to NPR, they were, Saying how another, like some hospital somewhere, I don't remember where, somewhere in the United States, same kind of thing happened to them. Uh, they were they refused to pay the $30,000 ransom. So it took them six weeks to recover. And it says the total cost was probably $10 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not worth it. What the fuck? Just fucking pay them. And you know what else, too? This thing, this is happening. It's happening everywhere. The yeah. only difference is most companies pay, and we don't hear about they, it. They don't say anything. And they don't say anything. You know, you so know we I, started getting some ransomware at my job, like, uh, last year. Maybe last year or the year before. What'd you guys do? We just fucking... Fucking blew the computers out, right? <laughs> yeah, and we, we amended our AV policy to, like, you know, it starts renaming files. Mm-hmm. And with a dot blah 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 extension, you know, whatever it is. So we're like, okay, prevent the creation of files with this extension. You know, like you can do that in um, McAfee antivirus. Yeah. So that blocked most of it. You know, after we already, after, oh, look at these files getting renamed. What the fuck is this? And so, but yeah, for like people are like, oh, my data. We're like, nah, you're fucked. You know, like, what do you want? So. Well, you know, that's another thing, right? Probably no backups. That's why it's so crippling. Well, we have we have backups too. No, no, not you, but I mean, like most places. I mean, how many places have we, you know, have you been where it's like there's no backup, no way to users don't back up their data in any kind of way, and and the company or the government agency doesn't think of think that it's a necessary thing, so they don't do it. I've only been to one place that backs up the users' data on their PCs. Oh well, no, we don't do that. I mean, come on, bro. And the users, we we had a plan in place to try to do that, but. It didn't uh, didn't end up working out too well, so we we abandoned it. So we're just continuing to tell people anything you want to keep, put it on the fucking network drive, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even that's a even that's something in place, though, right? I mean, that's something. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I've, uh, you know, do we have a network drive at the place we worked together, Evan? We did, right? Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a network store. Yeah, we yeah. had a network drive for users. Um. So yeah, I mean, stuff exists, but a lot of places don't use it. Anyway, and our email now is mostly you know web based, mm-hmm. in so, in their cloud. Yeah, so like oh my Outlook files, you know, no, you don't have to worry eat about it. that. Yeah, you know. eat a dick. Get your life right. If someone said when someone says my PSTs, I'm like get your life right. What are you doing with yourself? Mm-hmm. You know. And James, I'm sorry to steer this back to uh. Oh, good. The the Tan Jong one. But there's an article here on the side. It says it's predicted to hit Earth at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time Sunday. Give or take up to seven hours. 
Oh, so geez. it could be hitting right now. Yeah. Well, as long as it doesn't hit in Elkridge, I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, as long as it doesn't hit my apartment or my car, um, I don't mind what it does. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Um. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? No. Sorry. I kept the adding and adding there. That's yeah, a, yeah, you're, fine, good. you're fine. All right. Um. So this steamed. I have something written here called steamed hams. This is just something I saw in the last couple of days. that's becoming a thing. Um. There's a sequence in one of the episodes of The Simpsons where. Uh, Superintendent Chalmers comes to uh, Principal Ker- Principal Skinner's house for dinner or lunch or something, and I think it's for dinner. And the two of them are having dinner, and of course the house is on fire or the or the dinner is on fire. And Principal Skinner goes to this circuitous extra route to to lie to the to the to the to the superintendent. It's honestly on its own not very funny, you know, uh, but. I was looking at this and I was like, I think this is the making of a meme or a meme has been made and now I'm seeing it, but it's all occurred in the last like two or three weeks. So there's one version with, uh, and basically what, what, what it is, is someone takes that, takes a story, plays a story with no sound and then redubs it with someone else's voice, you know, with their voice, their friend's voice. There's one with Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum doing it, which is just fucking weird, but it's great some way somehow. There's a version. Uh, <laughs> let me read the description to you. I'm just gonna read them down. So you're on bath salts, and the whole video is 60 FPS. You had 10 hits of LSD, Golden Eye, with reverb and. The right speaker is progressively delayed by 30%. So these are all different <laughs> versions of this video. And like the bath salt one and the LSD one are like, of course, trippy as fuck. And it's like, rah, rah, rah. it's crazy. And the Jeff Goldblum one is ridiculous because he doesn't know what the fuck it is. And he's like just reading it. Like he's at an interview for Jurassic Park. I feel sorry for actors. I realize when people get to do these like little road, these roadside things. I forgot what they're called. They have a name, right? They're Junkets? called roads. Junkets, they, junket? they do the press junkets, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking, at, fucking uh, press people come in and ask them whatever they want. So during the Jurassic Evolution press junket, some guy comes up and says, "Hey, I'd like you to read this." <laughs> he gives it to Jeff Goldblum, and he's like, "Hello, Principal Principal Skinner, I'm at your house." He's just reading it, you know. He's like, "All right, whatever," and he just reads like three pages of this crap, and then, of course they dub it in. It's fucking awesome. Um, the Golden Eye one I did not watch. I'm sure it's great, um, but yeah. So I, this is a meme. It's a meme in the making. I don't know why it's funny. I thought it'd be interesting because I, the, how memes come to be is very interesting to me. Um, so steamed hams. Yeah, that's it. Please check it out. There's. I'm sure I could put a link in the description, but there's so many of them. I'd rather you just go Google the whole thing and and start looking at them. Uh, I might do that. Yeah, it's it's. I'd say it's it's a it's a it's a funny the first time situation. Um, There's a lot of versions out there where people have taken the words and said, "Oh, here's a version where 
Skinner can't tell a lie because he is Abraham Lincoln, you know? Um, and there's a version where it's like, whatever. There's all these kind of crazy versions. So, worth checking out. People are obviously very busy on the internet. Um, busy bees. Yeah. So, here's the thing, right? You can't talk about yourself. You can't feel bad because you're like, oh, I wasn't productive. You know, at least you didn't spend the weekend making a weird, ver- a weird version of a thing where the right speaker is thir- delayed by 30%. Progressively, progressively delayed by thirty percent. Yes, but that thousands of people elsewhere are probably talking about now. I guess, yeah, we're talking about it. That's true. <laughs> well, if you want to be talked about, walk out of your apartment naked. Hmm. I won't stop. <laughs> true. Um, okay, so anybody else saw anything on movies or TV? I'm surprised nobody saw anything good this week. Mm, I've Kevin, been. You, you didn't watch any movies. I looked up. Uh, an article for like the best Star Trek The Next Generation episodes ever. And I've been just been watching a couple of those. And, and you just found your articles. You just found your blog posts. No. <laughs> I thought I was just going to lead back a picture of you on your phone number. So call this guy. He knows. <laughs> no. I've like, I'm surprised. Generation. I'm surprised that you went to an article and found things you didn't know. So, have you been? Have you been like? Have you found something, watched it, and be like, "Oh, that is a really good episode." I mean, I've seen all of them. Uh, it's a lot of them are not very good. <laughs> so, like, just rewatching the the uh, sort of agreed upon best episodes makes me like. You know, re-love Star Trek. You must have your own best episodes, though. Uh, a lot of them are pretty similar. I mean, I I would never have, like, pick out a top 25 list, and at least one of mine would be a best episode because it's fucking ridiculous. Like, whatever it's called, Through the Window Pain, you know, Mike knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. That one. Fucking Darmok and Jalad. Fucking ridiculum. Uh. Yes. I love that one just because it's garbage. Give, give me a line from that you one. You know a lot of people love that episode, right? It's, it's a great not, episode. It's not too bad. But like, if you if you watched one episode of Star Trek Next Generation and that was it, you'd be, you'd yeah. be turned off forever. Yeah, you'd be like, what is this? <laughs> give, give me a line for that kid. Let's get a line. So like, give me that Earth 2 DVD set. Yeah. I still need to rewatch that. Uh... Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. Shaka, when the walls fell. Ha! I love that episode, dude. (laughs) The first time you guys said that, and I had forgotten all about it, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, where's that from? Shaka and the walls fell. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's ridiculous. Darmok and Jalad on the ocean. (laughs) So they speak English. His eye is open. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly they explain it more. I was reading about this because I was like, this language doesn't make any sense. How would you be like, please pass me the screwdriver? Like, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> it you remember work, that one you know? story about the guy who gave some other guy a screwdriver 200 years ago? Yeah. Let's reference that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shaka so. and Jalad in the tool shop. Like, oh, okay. He wants <laughs> tools. He want, here, here's a flathead screwdriver, but he wants a Phillips. Fuck. Yeah. How do we get that detail? That's another story. So supposedly there's a book. You know, there's a lot of Star Trek books, right? So there's there a, a book, book written in this language. Yes. Well, there's a book about it. Like there's a book where they're 
It might as well be the sequel episode. Oh, that's to great. This. That, but they go they go over it more and explain it a little better. You know, because yeah, if you just watch this episode, if you actually try to think it through, you're like, wait, so how do they build starships? Like, yeah, how do they explain physics? You know, like I don't I don't get it. Those are all very valid questions. Yeah, but apparently there's a book that talks about it. There's apparently a couple Wikipedia. I won't say it's not Wikipedia. Wiki sites. Um, that are all that are dedicated to all these different shows, and on one of those they talk about what whatever this is. So. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Rye and Jiri at Laguna, at L- Lunga, Rye of Lawani. Lawani under two moons. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? If you heard this, you'd be like, what is happening? <laughs> Dude, I start typing Darmok. Immediately it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Darmok episode. Yep. yep. So it's like Temerian language. Yeah. Okay. So this is Memory Alpha, right? This is the wiki site I was talking about. So it's memory alpha.wikia.com. Or wikia.com. Um, yeah, this is probably what you're talking about, James. They have Sokoth, his eyes uncovered. Mirab, who with sails unfurled. Yes. <laughs> Uzani, his army with fists open. Kira at Bashi. Yeah. So it's so, like, okay. I might, have, I might have to just go and watch that when we're done here. Dude, so this, these guys here, The Atlantic wrote an article about it in 2014, and they have, which tells you something, that in 2014 people are still debating about this, and they have all this, like, lines of text and script, The fed- and they, they're, like, thing. the Federation desires to see the Temerian speech as a string of metaphors is too simple, something weirder is going on, and it's, 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 a, it's a interesting, I'll, I'll put this in the show notes here. Okay, so down here on this wiki entry, it says... The Temerian language is explored further in the short story Friends with the Sparrows from the TNG anthology The Sky's the Limit. In the story, it's explained that the Temerians have a fundamentally different brain structure to most humanoids and as such experience concepts such as time and self differently. Um, Yeah, so they go on to explain a little more here. I'll, I'll put this in the show notes too. Neat. I'll put this in the extras section just to make it confusing. Um, so, anywho. Yeah. So, yeah, James, that is pretty interesting that even in 2014, fucking someone's. Yeah. Good. The Atlantic are writing articles about it. That's cool. Earlier today, I watched. Uh, the episode with the transphasic parasites or whatever with the neuro uh, cell, so, sorry the cellular peptide cake with mint frosting what's that one mm-hmm. cellular peptide cake yeah and uh, the one where they create a uh, Dr. Moriarty basically the program that can defeat data mm-hmm. that was a good one is it the one where he takes over the ship or is it a no this is the, the first, first one. one yeah uh. Oh, uh, here's uh, the the Memory Alpha, which is, I guess, like a fan site. Right, that's what I was just talking about. Yeah, they have a breakdown of some of it. 
Did you? Is that what you linked, Evan? Michael? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, Evan and I have been talking about maybe we need to up our Trek game a little bit. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. See, I you know I wonder when I so okay, I understand the challenges of stepping up one's Trek game, and <laughs> I understand the 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 moral imperative to do so. Right. As a true Trek fan, I feel like. You feel as though you have to be better. You know, it's one of the things that helps me understand fandom. You know, like, like, like you're like, there's so much more. I want to dig deeper, you know? And when you see, like, someone design a language like this for this episode, you're like, oh, this is so interesting, you know? But then I wonder how much of this is like this and like Klingon and stuff and how much of it is just like, some showrunner for an off episode of the of generations is like, all right, well let's do whatever, and he just like squeeze like you know squeezed out a fucking shit shit script and was like, here you go, and it just happened to strike gold with all of us. Like we're like, this is great, but really it's just like it's not can and it's weird and nobody gets it and nobody really knows why it's there and you know, oh, and we're inventing all it. this fiction behind it, you know, yeah. I mean, it's the, the classic uh, tale of the English teacher. Like, Edgar Allan Poe was talking about how blue the curtains were. That obviously symbolizes his depression and view of the world. When he's like, he just meant the curtains were fucking blue, man. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Very true. It's like, what does it mean? Like, <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Not everything means something. Most things don't mean anything, actually. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Isn't that? Uh, yep, that's from, from that your episode. episode. Yep. Yeah. Your fucking ridiculous memory recall comes back into play. Yeah, Michael is just like <laughs> fucking. Only if it's useless. Michael, what's okay, the name of the computer from uh, from War Games? Whopper. Whopper. The Whopper. Yeah, Come Michael's on. our Whopper. Yeah. Yeah. Is our Whopper supercomputer? Right. Tell it to disarm the missiles. No, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> exactly, no. You just keep feeding Mike <coughs> hamburgers from Burger King, and he'll keep feeding you useless facts. That's right. Uh, um, yes, I will ex- also accept uh, Big Macs from McDonald's. Jesus. Bar, step it up. <laughs> Jesus, come on, man. We never did get did, did, did decide who has the best burgers, did we? The The choices were never published, as far as I know. Okay. Well, we'll have to we'll have to fix that. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, anything else for TV? Anything? Did you see anything good, Michael? You're, no. you're a TV, you're a connoisseur of fine television. There's nothing you you didn't pick up anything this week. Uh, no. And it, was there an extra rapey Law and Order you saw? Um, kinda. Are they still making new SVUs? No. That's the only thing they make. Really? Really? All other Law & Orders have been canceled. The only one that's left is SVU. It's a different cast, right? It's not the same. Everyone is replaced except for Detective Olivia Benson, who is now Lieutenant Olivia Benson. She's in charge now. What does she have going on? Well, I guess if she's... I don't know. Is she just not like... And maybe Ice-T is still there? I'm not sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not anything to live for. It's so whatever. Although, I mean, <laughs> it, you know, SVU is a good show. So uh, let me not say that. It's a good show, and it would be, I think it would be good to be a part of that, you know. It sucks that it's just the two of them. I would love a little more stabler in my life, you know. Um, but yeah. Dude, I watched the episodes with him. Like, I saw one yesterday with him where he he wanted to see, like, this guy. This guy was, like, you know, being in the being in solitary and, you know, solitary confinement in prison is, like, is torture, is torture right? Yeah. And Stabler's like, ah, it's bullshit, you know. But then he heard the guy, like, really explain it. And he's, he's like, you don't know, man. You don't fucking know, you know. And Stabler's like, all right, let me go see what's up. So he spends the weekend in solitary confinement in jail. I'm like, how did he talk his wife into this? Like, <laughs> his wife's at home with, like, 19 kids. Yeah. She's man. like, sure, honey. Go spend the fucking weekend in jail. I'm sure she, you know, you know, I'm like, this doesn't even make some fucking sense. I was like, his wife would murder him. They have too many kids. They do have too many kids. Stabler has way too many kids. He's very exactly. Catholic. That is that is true, I guess. I don't Extremely know. Extremely Catholic. People are like, oh, well, we're Catholics. That's why we have 19 kids. And no, I'm I mean, like, they don't use uh, condoms. They, a true Catholic doesn't use protection. Okay. They go till God said no. Well, them and the Duggars, right? What's a Duggar? 19 and counting. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Jeez, how do you know the name of that family? Uh, I was doing some research earlier. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Is the wife's hot? <laughs> no, no. That's research, yeah. Like, Google Duggar's nude. No. <laughs> no. You know they did a Law & Order episode based on them. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah, because the one of the sons or whatever the fuck was accused of being molesty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they many. don't have a show anymore, by the way. That's too many, too many kids. Mm-hmm. It's like the 37 to 2. You know, it's like, uh, okay. It's too much. Too much. You gotta stop. That's it like too weird. Much. It's like it's like it's like bordering on like flat earth and weirdness and it's very strange. Well it's silly. I mean yeah. before we were talking about this before. There was a reason to have a million kids. A not all of them are gonna survive. Right? Like back in the day. Yep. You know, kids are gonna die, right? Polio fucking uh, they don't live past one because they just stop breathing or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like Sids. Do. Sids. Yeah. You know, all that kind of shit, right? Bears. Like, bears. Whatever. Plague. Right? Yeah. Yes. The Boobons, as uh, Kidnappers. my old manager would say. Uh, <laughs> yes. Kidnapped in the night by a chupacabra or something, you know? You don't yeah. know. Right? Mm-hmm. There's So there's that. So you have a bunch of kids because, you know, got to make sure you got at least some of them make it. Yeah. And then uh, also, you need to fucking help, man. Yeah, you need to help true, around true, the house, true, you know. Right. Yeah, who's gonna fucking soil. who's gonna fucking sow the sow the seeds or whatever, you know? Yep. So, but yeah, like that's like, oh, you need like now? It's like, yeah, nineteen kids, ha ha. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, plus it costs too much money for to have a kid now. Having nineteen kids is like a sentence to being sentenced to poverty for the rest of your life. Only if you're poor. I mean, yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're rich, you're not stupid. You're not gonna have 19 kids. Only stupid people would have 19 kids. It's crazy. Anyway, okay. Um, what else? I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay. Excellent. Very good. 
So uh, Michael's gonna have an update for us on SVU next week. He's gonna dig, right. We're gonna dig into that. We're gonna do a, do a a rockumentary about it. Evan's <laughs> gonna apply a guitar. I thought you were gonna, gonna say a rapeumentary, but yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so a couple of things here. I'll try to be really quick with this. Um, so there's a great video on Sea of Thieves. If you're thinking about getting it, if you thunk about it. And you did not take me up on the offer of going to sign up for Xbox Pass for two weeks for free and then canceling. Um, then you still can do that, but uh, and you what you wanted more information, want to know why the game is bad, other than your your assumptions. This is a great video. Uh, the game is not bad, by the way. It's a beautiful game. It's amazing. The problem with the game is there's just nothing to do. You know, once you run out of once you, if especially if you don't have any friends to play with, or you run out of things, you just you've done everything. The the enemy, the threats don't scale. There's no challenge. There's a lot of problems in this game as what far game as is like this? Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It, now, is it a beautiful game? Yes. Would you, if the game was like thirty bucks, I'd be like, dude, just buy this to have it. You know, because it's beautiful. Like, if you want a peaceful day of sailing. There's not a better game to sail in, you know? If you want a sailing simulator, I mean, it's a be- It's fucking beautiful. A sailing you know? simulator. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the game is beautiful. There's okay. no doubt. It's the best water in the in any video game I've ever seen in my entire life. No no joke. It's just fucking... It's epic. It's wonderful looking. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, and the, the PvP action is, you know, it's just not enough. Everything is not enough, and they, they, they have a lot of missed opportunities. So Jack Frags is a great video there. He explains a tons of reasons of why this game needs a fair amount of work. It's a very positive video, but it's also kind of like just hold off and wait. So that's what I would suggest to all everybody else. If you have if you're thinking about getting it, there's no reason to. You know, just take your time. I saw a Reddit post that uh, supposedly came from a former developer for the game. Yeah. And Rare Studios were. Uh yeah. And he was like two years ago. When we were working on this, I pointed out that uh, there's like no substance to this game, and all of his you know questions were sort of dismissed. And as he he hasn't worked there for a year, and he said he was just waiting for the game to come out to see the shitstorm of backlash for essentially being a video game of nothing. Yeah, that's that's actually very fair. There's just not. A lot of the rules, the basic rules of like video games, you know, um, give the users more content, especially especially when you make want to make a video game as a service, right? That's like the new thing now. Like you want to keep players engaged and playing and buying DLC and buying uh, like flair and buying cosmetic items yeah. and things like that. And he said this flair. Game, That's hilarious. <laughs> whatever. This game's no different. And they just fail like grossly at it. They don't. There's not enough. There's nothing. And they give you. They, they number one. They give you every weapon to start. Number two, the ships have no value. Uh, the cosmetic. I, the only items you can get in the game period are all cosmetic. Uh, and not even very good cosmetics. You cannot name your ship. Yeah. You know, which is a, a huge stupid oversight to me. Um. You can't like add things to your ship or earn things for your ship that give you some kind of an increase in speed or damage or multipliers or anything like that. You can't buy new cannons. There's only one type of cannon shot. When in the real 
pirate world, there was like three different kinds. Grape shot, chain shot, you know, uh, buck shot. Well, that's a grape shot. And then like regular cannonball. So there was, it's just, but there's none of that in this game. There's only two ships in the game, you know. It's a vast, big, beautiful world, but the islands are very mundane and plain, and you can tell they're kind of procedurally generated with, like, say, six core designs, and, the, and it, it, some machine learning algorithm was said, okay, now make a bunch of things like this and spread them this far apart from each other, you know? Uh, there's no enemies on the in the thing except for uh, some snakes and some skeletons, and the only, only enemy is skeletons. There's zero NPCs. Um, one, one thing, there's NPCs, but there's zero NPCs that fill the world. So one thing that Star Citizen pointed out a long time ago, he's like, you have to have 90% NPCs, 10% players. You know, he's like, that's what Star Citizen's going for. That's what most games of any quality that are open world should go for because you want the player to feel like he's in a living space. You don't want you to, you don't want to feel like you're in an empty place where there's nobody around. That's what this game feels like. You're in an empty place where there's nobody around. And it's yeah. sad because the game is like everything in this game could be so successful. Like it's it's fucking great. It's fun to play if you have friends with you and you can find fights and feel like doing the same repetitive shit over and over again. Anyway, so you can still get the game for free for two weeks, for 14 days through Xbox Pass. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but 14 days is all you need to have fun with it. Yeah. I'll be canceling my Xbox Pass probably today. So, uh, Let's see, what else? Uh, next up is uh, Far Cry 5, man. I, I've got it listed here as Peggy's. That's the name of the bad guys in this in that game. Far Cry 5, whew, it's going to be a game of the year contender, my man. This is a good fucking video game. It's probably the it's the it's the uh, what's that game? Ugh, fuck, my memory is so ch- garbage. Uh, something five auto driver five GTA five. Grand yes, Theft auto auto driver five. Yes, <laughs> GTA auto five. driver five. Holy shit! It's the GTA five of uh, of like twenty eighteen. Um, this is a great game. It does not have a lot of weapons, but it has a it has enough to get you going. And I'm knowing Ubisoft will see more weapons with DLC, um, and they have a season pass, so there's an so there's gonna be more weapons with that. There's tons, there's three or four different modes I have not even tried, but the, just a basic open world mode is so much fun. It's so beautiful. The animals, man, my God, the animals, dude, they have cougars. Uh, me and I was playing with my buddy Wilkes. Me and Wilkes were like, "Oh, the honey badger, honey badger, gonna get you." You know, it's it's not a honey badger; it's a wolverine. But um, dude, the wolverine is the most aggro, tanky animal in the game, and he's very there's very few of them. I've seen maybe four in my entire time playing the game, and they just are relentless attackers, and it's just a mess. Like they don't back down; they they chase bears away. It's pretty nuts. Um, and then they got bears. You know, bears, cougars, wolverines. Uh, there's snakes that you see every now and again that they can bite you and stuff like that. There's uh, in one mission you get attacked by bald eagles. Um, so I haven't done that one yet. I just saw a video of it. Uh, and then they have these things called fangs for hire, which are kind of like a a, a shade of uh, Far Cry Primal. So you have these animals that help you out. Um, one of them is a bear named Cheeseburger who has diabetes. 
So because after you got and the guys like after cheeseburger got the diabetes, we had to put him on a liquid salmon diet, you know, and the, the characters, the NPCs are so good. The NPCs are so fucking good, man. There's the most hilarious um, conversations you can have with these NPCs. It's so funny. One of the NPCs, uh, a gun for hire that you can get, like a, just an NPC character to ride, go along with you. <laughs> so there's a moose, right? We see this moose, and the moose is high on the drug in the game that the that the that the terrorist group is like putting everywhere, and so the moose charges you, and she shoots the moose in the head. And like we're all shooting the moose, and the moose dies, and she yells out, "She's like, fuck that moose!" You know, and it's just like I'm like, someone recorded that, someone recorded that for the moment that this moose interaction ha- occurred. You know, like how many times does this character get to say "fuck that moose"? You know, it's a nice little detail. Um, so, is the game good? Yes. Are the missions good and challenging? Yes. Could they be a touch better? Yeah, they could. But otherwise, it's a fun game, and there's tons and tons of content and tons of things to do. You know, I've done maybe three or four, maybe 6% of the game, you know? So I still have one of the three lieutenants to take down. Um, I have, I have, I have, I'm in one lieutenant's territory and I have to take one, I have to take him down and move to the other territories, but you can go anywhere in the game. There's tons of like pop-up things happening. Their world moves without you. So the factions, the animal factions and the other factions will fight each other randomly. Like Wolverines don't just hunt you. They hunt everybody in the game. You know, the bears attack the Peggies and they attack the, the civilian groups. Um, you know, everybody's fair game in the game. It's pretty good. Uh, one of the downfalls, one of the big things I had is again, I've been spoiled by star citizen and the fact that star citizen has a ton of variety. Like they know that, not every NPC needs to look the same and that like if you have one uniform there needs to be variation of that uniform or if you have clothes no one is going to wear like all the players are going to wear the same clothes if you go into Star Citizen right now and you see the NPCs in the main station they all look different different faces different clothes but they all make sense to their environment this game Every single, you'll see the same character model over and over and over again. Where all they could have done is change a shirt color and a pants color and giving him tennis shoes or loafers and a different gun and a different kind of hat. But they don't take even that minimal effort in this game, which is very annoying. You know, it's, it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like those little things that are immersion breaking and you look and it's like, you just it, it's constantly reminding you you're in a game and this these NPCs are dumb like they can't be trusted they're not people they don't matter like like there's nothing about the NPCs that matter you know they, like nothing about them looks like they have lives and it's and I know we're saying well you're just talking about a game James like why are you getting such a, so hyped about this but the thing is you spend so much time building this amazing world the cougars the way the cougars move is so elegant and beautiful like you can tell the way they did it they studied animals to see how animals moved and they did it right like it looks great to do all that effort and then to miss something like the NPCs clothes all being the same almost all the time like there's like there's I'm pretty sure there's only three or no there's four black character models and maybe five white character models and one Asian character model you know <laughs> change the eyes change the mouths I mean dude fucking go to GTA 5 you'll never see the same character 
you know, never. True. And the the whole world is going while you're there, you know. So this is to me is an oversight. It's just it's just bad. Like like the stuff that we used to be able to do back in the day, you can't do anymore. You can't just have these same rehash characters. All the bad guys are the same. They're all rehash. They all the same. They're five bad guy characters with zero variation in face, uh, skin color, anything. There's a black female, a white female, a white female sub lieutenant, a white male sub lieutenant, a black male sub lieutenant. It's like da 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 da. You know, it's like very like, boom boom hits all the marks. It's very boring. You know, uh, the thing that saves it for me is the stealthing is very visceral and it feels so good to stealth in this game. Uh, you have a shovel and a throwing knife and oh my god, dude, <laughs> you can carry three shovels for some reason. And man, three shovels and a baseball bat, uh, six knives, and a slingshot. And dude, oh my god, I, I can put in so much work. It is so <laughs> nice. So I've linked a video of a guy stealthing some of these facilities in the game. And if you like stealth stuff or you just want to see cool, badass gameplay and good timing, this is a great video for it. And it shows like some of the better stuff in the game. And actually, you can see some of the repetitiveness in the game, too. But... uh uh, overall, great game. You know what I mean. It it right now is forty nine ninety nine or sixty bucks, or it goes up as goes up to one hundred ninety nine dollars. So for various, you know, they have all various models and stuff like that. There is some microtransactions inside if you want the special gun with all the gadgets and whoops on it, um, all the all the stickers and stuff like that. But everything that you get, you can earn in game. You don't have to buy it. So, yeah, uh, Far Cry Five, ladies and gentlemen, very good, good time. The more I hear you talk about games, I come to believe that you are a gamer, James, and I only like Quake. I don't like other video games. <laughs> I don't think I'm a gamer because I, I think I like I'm I'm like a hyped up tech guy who who just likes cool things, and I think the I think like the stuff in Far Cry Five is cool. And it feels good, but but you'll play, you'll buy a game, and realistically play through most of it, like until you get bored. I will buy a game, and I'll have it in my inventory. It might be downloaded, and you know maybe I'll play like one or two games. Like you know, we played two or three games of PUBG together, or something like that. Yeah, and I haven't touched it since. But I play Quake like almost every day. I mean, you like Quake. When you find something that steps into that, into those shoes, you'll you'll move on. You know? I think when I'm finally done with uh, with Quake, I'll just stop playing video games. Because realistically, they don't That's add sad. anything to my life. It's a hundred percent a time suck. Can it be fun? Sure. Is it a good use of my time? No. So I'll probably just stop. Well, you know, I think you gotta find, gotta find your balance. You know, if that's if that's what you uh, get out of it, or don't get out of it, then yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, you gotta do what's right for you. I have fun. I mean, I'm doing all this shit is fun. I'm having a good time doing it. Now, when something's not boring, when something stops being fun, I stop. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that could mean like I have right now in my game, in my I maybe have six games I've never played that I have no intention of ever playing. One of my coworkers talked me into buying Rocket League, and I was like, "Why did I buy this? It's <laughs> yeah. fucking cars and soccer. Like, fucking kill me now." 
I hate sports, and this whole like, RC car thing just seems really dumb. And he wanted me to play it with him, and I've never touched it once. I feel bad about that because I paid real money for it. You know, I should have returned it when it was when I had time to. But yeah, so not to mention I, it has an insanely high learning curve. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I I did the I did the you know I, I looked into it and I watched some of the videos, and the guy's like, "This is going to seem complicated, but it's not." What you do is when you get to the side, press F and C together and then pull back on the stick. Once you pull back, you'll fire your jets. Once you fire your jets, time the best, time the ball's arrival perfectly. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop, fucking stop, dude. So, yeah. All right. Oh, um, Michael bought me a game too. I have. I got to play it this week. I'm going to play it this week, Michael. He bought me the Star Trek Bridge Commander. Nice. Yeah, I got I to gotta play that. I'm going to play that this week. The now does that support VR fully yeah. or is it like a VR version of it? No, no, it supports VR fully. It's it's oh. one of the, it's a sit down one. Yeah, where you sit down and I mean, where it, the guy's like, look, it's it's a chick. What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> his hands, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it's nice. So, what do we got next here? We got some we got some food for thought. <laughs> oh. You are muted, Mike. Oh, sorry. One thing I wanted to mention before we uh, move on. My apologies. Um, So last week, Evan mentioned that uh, there's a new game device you can purchase at Target. Yeah. Called the Oregon Trail. Did you procure one? I did. I, How is it? I forgot to, honestly. You forgot to. Yeah. Well, I haven't really opened it yet, so keep, here it is. Are you keeping it as a collector's item? Yeah, I doubt it's a collector's item, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you can. It says "Try Me" here, so here. Beep, boop, boop, boop. It's booting up. Oh, I love it. It's like I'm in the Wild West. For the next ten minutes, Michael's fully absorbed in Oregon Trail. He does not look back at the show. Right. <laughs> he just drifts off into another yeah. state of consciousness. Yeah. He's like, fucking dysentery. <laughs> so immersive. I feel like I'm on the wagon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We have so, to cross uh, the river now, James. Be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is only for sale at Target. Yep, it's a Target exclusive. Yeah, so, I said I was going to go get one last week, and I uh, took a nap instead. Well, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna order one. Uh, I don't remember if I said that, but I could have done that. There is a Target half a mile from my house, though. Uh I had to go to the one in Rockville. The one in Wheaton did not have them. I'm glad you committed. And you know, it actually took some searching mm-hmm. at the store to find it. Like, uh, sure the system says we have one. No, no, I didn't even find anyone. <laughs> I was like, I found where it should have been, and it was empty, right? But it was on one of those end caps. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I bet there's another place where these are. So I eventually found where that was, and I found them. 
Look at you thinking on your feet. Mm-hmm. That's all those years in retail, you know? Yeah, that's right. The end cap is never the home. Mm-hmm. It's just a place where we, we, we fill it. We fill the end cap, and the overstock always goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. That reminds exactly. me, before I worked at CompUSA, when I used to, like, come hang out after the store was closed and, like, wrap up hard drives in those, you know, spider webbing things, and uh, Ed, like, if he was a closing manager, he'd be cool with it. He'd... What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. Why would you let anyone in the store after you close with, like, zero supervision? <laughs> that's funny. I don't even remember that. but I remember, I vaguely remember that. Well, according to Evan, we never worked there at the same time, although that's uh, not a true statement. But Didn't he work there when I worked there? Well, yeah, he should have. Yes. Or no. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, oh, now now you did work there when we worked there. I don't think that was ever in question. That's what you said. You're like, oh, no, I never worked there when you worked there. I was like, uh, yeah, you did. No, I I remember seeing you sit behind the counter. Yes. On many occasion. And I remember being there when James worked there, although I think that was you know, maybe a few months, not too long. Yeah. Do you remember when you started working there? Um May 2000 I'll say 2011. One? Wait a second. No. Back it up 10 years. 2001, 2002, something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. One of the one of those. Yep, I had to pester Elfie Amaya several times to actually look at my resume and get back to me about it. Yes, indeed. How is she doing? I don't know. There's a woman that worked at the customer service counter that works at Noah. Carmen. Mm-hmm. I see her every now and again. When you see her, do you hug her and say, Comp USA, buddy? No. Does she, does she recognize you? Uh, I think she she did, yeah. Although we haven't spoken in many a year now. but I. She doesn't work in my line office, so. I don't know who that is, so maybe I just assumed this was, like, unrelated. But to me, that story was like, so I'm, there's a chick who works at the customer service center named Carmen. Dead silence. I'm like, okay, where's the rest of it? But apparently you both knew who that was. And I'm like, uh No, what? I don't know who she is. I just I just like went with it. I was like, okay. Oh. Right. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. I don't know. I don't like, know. So there's I, this chick in my work, her name's she, Carmen. She's Latina oh, she or nice. Hispanic. She worked at the customer service counter and then I saw her at Noah and I was like, Oh hey, what's there up? There are like seven Latino or Hispanic women who worked at the customer service counter. I realized that. Yes, you I'm not, can't be expected to remember them all, James. Okay, I don't remember. I remember one. I remember two girls who worked at the at that counter. One of them is my ex girlfriend, and the other one was Blanca, who I wanted to be my ex girlfriend. Who the hell's Blanca? Exactly. And Casey. Uh yeah, she worked there too. Yeah, Kate. Casey. Kate. Who's Kate? Asian. Oh yeah, that's right. Bing. Oh, I remember and, her. So yeah. so 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 yeah yeah. Kate, fair, fair amount of Asians. We had an Asian period, an Oriental period, as Evans' dad says. Yeah, <laughs> those Orientals. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Hard workers they are. They built the railroads, you know. <laughs> Willingly for good pay. <laughs> Not at all kidnapped. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I think uh, I'm I'm done going down uh, memory lane here. Yeah. <laughs> but, let's, uh, look, take us to this great innovate this food innovation here. What do we have here? Oh yeah, I figured you guys would be all about this. So apparently now it is possible. You you don't have to you don't have to have ketchup in liquid form anymore. You can have it in slice form. Now you can chew your ketchup. That's right. Honestly, it makes a lot of sense. I support this move. Yeah. Now this now this actually says tomato sauce, but whatever you know. It's a uh, apparently it's a Kickstarter thing. Uh, it's like slice of sauce, a better way to sauce. You get a nice even coverage. You know, it's like the American cheese product. No one cares that it's not top notch. It has so, its place. Let me ask you something. True. Is this just old ketchup? That's a good point. Because you know how old you know how ketchup behaves when it's been sitting, right? Yeah. That's what this looks like to me. Dries out a little bit, becomes like uh Kind of like like glue, like a paste, like a, like a fruit roll, like a fruit roll up. Yeah, that's not as not as not as stuck together. A little that's bit what this stretchy. reminds me of. Yeah, a little stretchy. That's what this reminds me of, honestly. And that's what it looks like. They, they even the content, even the the color is you know has the same kind of color. You know, there's no sheen. Mm-hmm. Maybe they force dried it out or something. I don't know. I like this on the on the package. It says. Quality ingredients, and this is packed with flavor with an exclamation point. <laughs> Great. Let's flip like that, that over. Let's see what flavor is, exactly is. <laughs> so, uh, sliceofsauce.com is their, uh, is their home. You can pre order now. Does it melt? What? I mean, I know that's like dumb. It probably doesn't, but it seems like when exposed to heat, it would do something, right? Do they say or no? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Sliceofsauce.com. Did you pre-order, Michael? I have Should we not. order a few slices? I have, have not. It shipped to... It's on Kickstarter. Oh, okay. So it's not if, ready yet. Yeah, if you go to... If you click the pre-order thing, it's you go to their Kickstarter. Yeah, I see here. Bob's, Bose, Fine Foods. So this pretty I'm much sure. has one use uh, to like put on burgers. Would you ever put ketchup on a sandwich that's not a burger? I mean, no. Honestly, with something like this, I might be tempted to. It's like in slice form, yes. Yeah. With with (laughs) something like this, I'd be. I might be tempted to. Apparently, each each packet here is it comes with eight slices. They're not individually wrapped, but they are separated by a piece of. Plastic or something. That is not enough. How long does a fucking regular thing ketchup last you? Mm. Months? Yeah, a year? I don't know. Eight slices? This is like... It's like cheese. Yeah, this seems like you're paying a lot for old ketchup. How much is it? No, I mean, it's not... Only $17.99 a pack. Like, you know, you know a pack of it's going to be like $4. You know, you're what's, paying what's, for the convenience, James. 
is it more convenient than just a squeeze bottle of ketchup? Like, like, like. Okay, we've debated this before, right? We've debated those commercials, those for the 1995 products, and it was like, "Are you tired of using cups?" And the lady's like, "Oh!" And she falls down with the cup. If you go to their site, it's like, "What is slice of sauce?" And then the first picture, they're like, "More flavor, less mess." Like, okay, I get it. If you're a fucking idiot, ketchup can be a problem for you. But for like 99.9% of Americans, a ketchup bottle works just fine for delivering a jet of deliciousness right to where you want it. And it's not messy at all. Like, are it you tired 10, of keep- It's cost $10 to back this project, and you'll, you'll get a pack. Mm. Not worth it. I don't care about this. That I don't think this needs to exist that much for them to pay the $10 for eight slices, which is basically $1.20 a slice. But is it worth it as a gag gift? <clears throat> uh, no, not even no. that. Wow! Because you're gonna Man, put you guys right have no like, no imagination. Go no. ahead and back it. Go ahead and back it. You probably will never get it. It'll I hope probably, I don't, James. I hope I don't. No, no I'm saying it'll probably never come. Mm-hmm. You'll never receive it. Did you know how many Kickstarter things people just never get? Name one. Um. I'm sure for, with a Google search, I can name like 21. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're I right. couldn't yeah. name a Kickstarter. <laughs> Nevertheless, one that stole all the money. Um, have you forgotten about our lovely cooler project? Yeah, that's right. That's was that right. on Kickstarter? No, 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 no. It wasn't. Uh, no, but like, what but was it could have cool- been, and we would have no, grabbed a bunch no, of money other, and ran. That other cooler was. Yeah. What was uh, it called? The, the coolest. The coolest. Yeah, and never, they never, they never made it. Or no, they did finally make it. it. It was like two or three years late. It cost way more than they thought it would cost. The money and the logistics were completely mismanaged. It was a total mess. And when people got it, they were thoroughly underwhelmed. Hmm. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Fucking coolest. They still have a. They still have a website. Find a local retailer. Yeah, I think Walmart sells them or something. But it doesn't have like a bunch of the features that it was supposed to have and all kinds of stuff. All you gotta do is put one of those uh Yeti coolers on the fucking powered skateboard with bigger wheels. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I wanna say boogie board, but that's not it. That's definitely something else. You mean a hoverboard? No. There's a skateboard that hoverboard? has a remote control. Sorry. The other thing that's called a hoverboard, but does not so, exist in so real life. So there's the Back to the Future one. No, yes. obviously. And then the Chinese one that burns up under your feet and also not yes. that. Okay. Okay, so here you go. 9% of all Kickstarter projects... Or nine nine percent of Kickstarter projects fail to deliver rewards. How many? Nine percent. Nine percent. That's pretty 8%, good. It is pretty good. Eight percent of dollar pledges that went went to failed projects. Seven percent of backers failed to receive their chosen reward. Sixty five percent of backers agreed or strongly agreed with the statement the reward was delivered on time. So hmm, that's pretty good, know. actually. Yeah, it's um, better than I would have thought. A great example. The fucking wallet, the Wally wallet. I mean, the thing you have. Yeah, 
a year or two years late. I had to harass the shit out of them to get it. I had harassed them like fucking crazy to get that fucking wallet, and it broke within like eight months. No, maybe a year. After a year, it broke. It was because it was poorly designed. It's a bad idea. What was its purpose? So you wouldn't lose your wallet, your credit cards, your keys, or your phone. So if you drop, if you left your wallet somewhere, your phone would be like, I'm too far away, and the alarm would start going off. If somebody walked away with your phone, your, your wallet would start going off. Huh. You know? If somebody, same thing with your keys. You walk through your keys, the wallet would start making noise, or the keys would start making noise. So if you're looking for the keys, you push a button inside the wallet, and the keys would start making noise. You know? It's Good a cool idea. concept. It just wasn't executed properly, and there was a problem with the electronics that caused, made it very fragile. So it was a good wallet if you never used wallets. Right. But if you use a wallet the way most men use wallets, which is have it filled with a bunch of shit, it's not a good idea. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Uh, the board I was trying to think of was called the Boosted Board. There which, you go. Which costs uh, only $1,400. Never heard of it. So buy a $1,400 Boosted Board retrofit. Uh, sand oh, dune wheels on it, and then slap on a four hundred dollar cooler, and you got yourself a product. But does Casey it drive Nassau itself? Has one of those. It drives itself with you holding a leash. It's like a remote on a on a cord, Michael. Hmm. It's okay. still wired. It's not wireless. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. Casey Neistat uses them in all his videos. It's pretty cool. Who? Honestly, if I lived in the city and I was like a crazy person who didn't care about getting hit by cars and stuff all the time, I'd use it too. Who it uses it? A good way to get around. What's that? Casey Neistat. Yeah. And who is Casey Neistat? A very famous YouTuber. Okay. Don't worry about it. So you famous, know, I've never heard of him. You don't, I mean, you watch, don't watch any YouTube. useful things on YouTube. Yeah. Neither do any of you. I do. Just so you know. <laughs> I do. I do. Sure you do. I do. <laughs> Mike's watching a fucking four-hour debate on catapults versus trebuchets on YouTube. Yeah, and filling his brain with that information. His brain's just dropping math on the floor. I have never cramming watched in trebuchet information. a four-hour video about anything. H- have, you or have you or have you not marathoned... Uh, greatest disasters or something like that on YouTube. I have watched Modern Marvel's Engineering yes. Disasters. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. In in continuous party mode. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and, but you have seen it also in real, like on the TV. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Good enough. Hey, that's useful info, man. Sure. You never know. If you had been in uh, when that that bridge collapse happened, you'd have been very useful. You'd have been like, "This doesn't look right." That is true. The the footbridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have walked by it a week beforehand and be like, I recognize this as a future engineering disaster. Someone should take a look. Yes. And then probably reported it to nobody. <laughs> oh, speaking of better foods, actually, I've got something to show you guys. Better living through... Uh, you could... Ha- okay, so with this sliced ketchup, you could... Could you know I'm going to have to order it, right? Could you make a sandwich of slices? Is a sandwich already a sandwich of slices? I mean, you got sliced bread. 
You got a slice of cheese. Now you got a slice of ketchup. Are you saying can you, you have a slice, slice of ham? Can you just have a ketchup sandwich? I would never ever suggest that or recommend that to anyone. That's gross. So what are you saying? If you could, mm, I got I got myself sidetracked into a more uh, existential question, but I was just trying to get it. Like, could you make a sandwich of individually packed slices of things? What, oh, like, absolutely. So a slice of ketchup, a slice of cheese, and a slice of ketchup. What well, do you guys love this ketchup sandwich idea? Well, I meant <laughs> more a, like a slice of ham, but sure. It's apparently a valid concern that me and Michael want to delve more into. <laughs> but no, you take a slice of ham, you roll the whole thing up. I just so just so we're all clear, I have had a ketchup sandwich. I mean, let there be no no doubt in anyone's mind. <laughs> Okay, I've had a mustard sandwich. Oh. I've had a mayonnaise sandwich. Don't brag. And Stop. I've had a ketchup sandwich. Stop bragging. He's he fucking bragging. He's fucking bragging. There's no bragging. This is standing fact. Oh, I want to get you some Vegemite now. Oh. Mike, have sure you ever had Nutella? Uh, you know, I don't know that I have. All right. So if he would have had a Nutella sandwich, he definitely would have. He could have. No, yeah. that's that doesn't sound right. No, that's you like know, I'd have a I'd have a chocolate syrup sandwich. It's People like are saying be, you'd have which a would fucking be ketchup sandwich. Yeah, which is also disgusting. disgusting. People take Nutella Whatever. and put it on fucking bread and eat that. Yeah, it's delicious. Well, that's well, how it should be consumed. Maybe toasted. I can understand that. No, I don't know. So like having a peanut butter sandwich. I've never even purchased Nutella. I don't even know what it tastes like. Oh boy! I, I thought, know people do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess do. I guess for some reason I thought Nutella was more chocolatey than peanut buttery. It is. It's a chocolate peanut butter hybrid, isn't it? It's a hazelnut chocolate spread. Oh, there you go, hazelnut. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. And see, the chocolate to me with bread doesn't doesn't go. But you both have some homework to do. Don't worry, we're gonna raid raid your coffers. When I say coffers, I mean your cu- your fucking cupboards. I want to get. To- I'll buy Nutella. <laughs> I'll make sure to have there. some Nutella in stock. Have you ever purchased Nutella before? Yes, very. I I won't say often, but many times. We're gonna have some Nutella and marshmallow fluff with ketchup have, sandwiches. Do you have a container of Ovaltine at your house? No. Is Although your father, can you buy Ovaltine? Uh, he might. Can uh, you buy Ovaltine somewhere? I mean, you could when I was like ten. I don't know. I, don't I have know if not you can seen Ovaltine in years. I'm pretty sure it still exists. I don't generally go down the the chocolate milk aisle at the grocery store or the powdered drinks, so it might still be there. Apparently, Ovaltine is still very much a thing. Huh. Country of origin: Switzerland. Really? Huh. Apparently. So Ovaltine is a Swiss word. No wonder. Just kidding. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it's it's Nestle owns it. I thought Nestle went out of business. I thought their chocolate situation's gone. Nah. Didn't they sell a big chunk of their business to somebody? Mm, they might be owned know. by someone else. I thought they... I may have making that up. But anyway, take a look at this. I picked up a case of these bad boys. Ah, Soylent. Yeah, coffeeist. I have coffee. This one's coffeeist, and I have... Vanilla coffeeist, and I have chai coffeeist, and they're all pretty good. They're but that bad. one's just like coffee, coffee. It's just coffee or, flavored, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it's not bad. What and I also got? picked up the mocha, the powdered mocha soylent. Where's um, all that? Just at the grocery store? No, no, I bought I ordered it. Oh. I got a, I got a new subscription to one week of soylent per month. Hmm. My uh, One of my buddies at work, he was at South by Southwest, and he sent me a picture. They have soylent everywhere there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not a terrible idea. It's not a terrible idea. So I'll say this. From the first time I tried Soylent to now, this has gotten feel, better, right? It's gotten better in taste by far. Um, And because you don't have to mix in oil anymore, it's uh, tremendously easier to mix, and the taste is overall better, but uh, and the texture is better. But one thing I'll say is, the last time I had it, I would drink it and I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't feel like mentally like full. I don't know if it's a me thing or a soiling thing, but now when I drink these or I, or I make the big shake and I take it to work, I feel full. Like I feel, I'm like, oh, you know? Hmm. So interesting. What's, uh, how much fat is in that? Um, it is not keto by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, 21 grams. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. But there's, let's see, 37 grams of carbs. Disgusting. 32, 32% fat, 12% carbohydrates, 18% sugars added. Yeah. 20 grams of protein. Yeah. Okay. I remember, I never tried the original Soylent that you ordered. I had totally forgotten you had to add the oil separately and like blend it up or something. Uh, but the ones we tried, uh, they were handing out at Hope, I guess. It uh-huh. tasted like room temperature milk, milk. from a bowl of uh, non honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, you know, I thought it was okay. Yeah, these don't. So these don't take. These have like a hint of coffee with like chai, vanilla, or just plain coffee flavor. Um, the one, the mocha one, oh, that's fucking buttery. It's good. It's really good. Maybe I'll bring a bag. If I have, I'll say I'll save a bag and bring it down for you. A sack? Um, yeah. I mean, I have them. I have powdered, a powdered version also. But uh, you just mix it with the adequate amount of water. It's not bad, actually. It's not a bad um, taste. Uh, it, it still has the heavy oatiness that Soylent always had. But it's, you know what oat powder tastes like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oat powder and then like something else you can't put your finger on and then like a chocolate a chocolate taste to it. But it's it's good. It's not negative or anything like that. The previous ones were negative and there was almost a grittiness to it and kind of an awkward taste. Um, this isn't like that. They've done, obviously their versions, their iterations since then have been tremendous. I had version 1.2 and 1.4. 1.2, 1.3, and 1.4 and this is version uh... I want to say it's 2.8 or something or 2.1.8. Maybe it's, it's way up there. So compared to where it was significantly better. Hmm. Good for them. Are you still supposed to drink like five or six a day? No, this is a, this is a, this is like a snack, 400 calories. Okay. So but one bag is a day's worth. It's 2000 calories. So that's a day is like a day like to like average person eats like two thousand calories a day or something like that. Uh yeah. Yeah, so two thousand calories is one day's worth. 
that the or price for is us like, that's one quarter a day's worth. Sad. But We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what do we got here? It's it's uh, some happy Easter good Easter tidings from Evan in the AF yes. Section. Well, since today is Easter, happy Easter, everyone. Um, much like with Christmas, I I assume parents and families think it's a good time to get their kid a little pet. Uh, so maybe maybe uh, they'll get a little Easter bunny. And then uh, what happens when they get bored with them? Like a goldfish, you know, it ends up floating upside down. Apparently, uh, Easter is a terrible time of the year for bunnies. So, of all the bunnies and rabbits and hares and various jumping creatures that get uh, purchased and adopted around this time of year, uh, it seems that near 80% of them end up uh, dead or discarded. So please make better choices and uh, realize that a pet is a responsibility and just don't get one. <laughs> look at the black one on this page. It yeah, looks terrible. With the crazy eyes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also... Phil has rabbits. Yeah. He takes Phil's, care of them, I'm sure. Yeah, he takes care of them. And Phil's rabbits are probably like... <laughs> Phil's like, don't get mistaken. We're eating these if it comes down to it. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> Phil, Phil doesn't look at those rabbits like a pet. Um... Or maybe he does. I don't know, but but uh, I can, can tell you. Pets. Yeah, I can tell you. Somebody who owned rabbit owned a rabbit. He's like they they're not, vicious. They are vicious, horrible animals. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. They growl. They bite. They claw. They're still a fucking rodent, and they climb into your wall and burrow holes and things. <laughs> They're fucking James horrible. James had a rat that someone told him was was a rabbit. I, I had a rabbit. <laughs> I had a rabbit. Every time real... he tells you about this rabbit, I'm like, I don't think it was a rabbit. <laughs> it was a rabbit. It was named Ruffles. Just because you named a rat Ruffles didn't make it a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I've never heard of any rabbit being so fucking crazy as this rabbit that you had. This rabbit was nuts. I used to fucking. I used to hold on to him and be like, like Jesus. Yeah. Ruffles the rabbit. How long did you have him for? Uh, maybe a year and some change. And finally, my mom. I think my mom was like, "I've had enough." And so, um, and I was. I remember like the rabbit had mange because we bought him from the pet store and the pet store. You know, there's a whole thing back then that they pet, pet stores were just horrible animals. So the rabbit had mange, and I, I kind of How said, did you convince your mom to buy you a rabbit? She bought it for me. I don't know why. I don't remember why. I think I wanted a pet, and she was like, "This is gonna. We're gonna see if you worth if you can have a handle a pet." You know, and uh, I can't remember the exact reason, honestly, why we got why, why we got rid of Ruffles, but we ended up. The, the mange or the distemper or the constant probably, biting. I mean, none of it yeah, made sense. He was a good it was, pet. It was the mange. We got rid of the mange. We're going to get rid of the mange. Um, it was probably the smell because rabbits smell True. horrible. It's like a cat. If a cat just ate steak, you know, <laughs> and, and then also piss, piss pneumonia, no. you know, like so um, ammonia, ammonia. Yeah. And I mean, like, Michael, you have a cat, right? And I've been I, in your house where the guess. litter box has been in bad shape. Your litter box did not even come near smelling what this fucking rabbit cage used to smell like. It is a hideous smell. 
it is like the the smell so strong and so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean the wood chips just absorb any yeah. bit of uh, you know urine or liquid or poop that touches and they, them. It becomes if you know, like you would have to change the cage like every couple days because yeah. you couldn't leave it. Because what would happen is the pee would get in there, and two two or three days of pee would just soak into the wood chips and then poop, and it would turn into this like own it become this new material. A non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah, it, it was. It would become, <laughs> become this fucking stuff. It's a mess. It's disgusting, you know. And it would smell ran- so rancid. Um, so I think my mom just got tired of it, you know. Uh, so she must have conspired with the neighbors when I wasn't around and said, "Hey, do you know someone to take this rabbit?" So they told me, "Oh, we're taking the rabbit to a farm." They probably let the rabbit go on the highway. I have no idea what happened to that rabbit. <laughs> They just told me, oh, Ruffles is on a farm with other rabbits. And now as an adult, I'm like, that was the laziest fucking thing to say to me. You got to talk to your mom, yo. You got to be like, hey, boss, whatever happened to that rabbit? She's, if I said that, she'd be like, what rabbit? She wouldn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't even fucking remember. Yeah. I had, uh, Next time I see your mom, I'm going to ask her. Ask her. I want to know, too. Like, I we never had a more. rabbit. I got James a rat one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, so there was a wild rat in our house, and it was in the cage. A like, fancy what? rat. Yeah. <laughs> the top hat, yeah. a monocle. That's right. Are we going to see your mom uh, this July? Uh, For what? Well, we're going to the Outer Banks. Um, We can if you want to stop over there. Well, I don't know. You're the one who usually stops over there. So no, I, I mean I might, but not related to the group. So well, yeah, not the whole group. Yeah, we can. But I mean, who's gonna head down there? It's probably gonna be you and me, I guess. Yeah. He's like, I'm bringing. He's like, I'm bringing some. No, whatever. I don't I'm know who you're gonna bring, anybody. but I'm bringing some blower. <laughs> <laughs> like a, what up? Like a blower ride with the car. That's right. That's it. On yeah. the road again. I'm just going to yeah. have that on our repeat, just like when mm-hmm. we're driving to see Evan. Yep. Well, uh, 13 since 13 hours of that. Since you need a soundtrack for all these road trips, Mike, uh, you can check out my next link in the extra section for a YouTube channel of a very fine ginger-haired female uh, who plays the hurdy-gurdy. She has covers and original content and vlogs, apparently... And uh, Q and A's, so check it out. Since you seemed very intrigued with the instrument last week, nice. Oh, she's stunning. Also, quite the looker. Yeah, she and is. she takes her music seriously. She really, she really gets into it in the in her uh, music videos. Jesus, she built a hurdy gurdy. She's like building my second hurdy gurdy. A hurdy gurdy is like is is a, such a complicated instrument. It's like imagine a guitar and a bagpipes, mash them together. No. Yeah, with a hand crank. Yeah, for some reason. And an accordion because you play with your fingers. Seven reasons like, why you should get a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> she she's like I don't want to be the last person to play this in, in the exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> I need a student, please, please. I don't want this to die with me. Jesus. Do we know where she is, uh, Evan? I do not. Uh, I mean, she's in America. I see that. But, uh, you know, it's a big place. All right. Well, we'll look into it. Yeah. She's quite the looker. Yeah. Look into it. As they say, she could receive it. 
I was just thinking lessons or something, you know, but sure. Lessons on receiving it. That too, James. So, okay, cool. You're Um, welcome ahead of time. Oh, I guess I'll just mention since we're talking about musical instruments. So I took my guitar to Guitar Center, my electric guitar, to have them take a look at it. And so it turns out it needs quite a bit of work. And the work would add up to the cost of a brand new same exact guitar. The cost of the work. So so I took the guitar back. I have it here now. But I might as well just get a new guitar. So I haven't we done We could do a giveaway. <laughs> you could have my Where own piece are you going to? Do you know how to play a guitar? I don't really know how to play a guitar. So but I would like to learn. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Don't pretend you're going to learn how to play a guitar. Just don't even. Well, I was. Time. That's why I took the guitar into <laughs> servicing to make sure it was ready to go, so I could begin using it to learn. And here we go. Fucked. So how bad is the damage? Well, it's one hundred and eighty dollars worth of damage. So I mean, a good guitar costs more than one hundred eighty dollars, Michael. A brand new one of those guitars costs one hundred and eighty dollars. So. Yeah, but you know. I mean, this is your your blower. You don't buy cheap stuff. I mean, that's true. But I mean, how good a guitar do I need for if I'm either a not going to play it? Because let's be honest. So or or b just starting out learning. Let me tell everybody in the audience something. If the blowers do one thing and well, it's waste <laughs> and buying the best. So. Right now, this is a great opportunity for Michael to combine his two superpowers, buying the best and never using it. So I'm really surprised that he's willing to fucking go easy here and be like, no, no, I'll just get this Walmart brand one. So you want me to buy like a $1,300 guitar? I think that's what you're supposed to be doing, Michael. Okay. And then not use it. Signed by Les Paul. Yeah. Or use it. Or use it and sound great. I don't know. I was looking at a Les Paul guitar, although the lower brand, you know, uh, so Les Pauls are made by Gibson, but uh, Gibson bought another guitar company in the 70s, I think, called Epiphone. And so Epiphone makes their lower end guitars, including they have Epiphone Les Pauls. Are we we talking about an electric guitar or acoustic? Electric. You know, there's a place, there's a great place in Kensington. That has a bunch of guitars. They sell guitars, like, and they fix and repair guitars. Is that where you went? I went to Guitar Center. So the, go to this place in Kensington. If you want to go, like, not next week, but in a couple weeks, I'd be willing to go down with you. There's a great farmer's market where you can get some good deer sausage or whatever. But there's, uh, besides the deer, the need for deer sausage, there's other good reasons to go. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just wants fucking mm-hmm. deer sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but but they sell they had a bunch of guitars in there in the window and I was like, that looks pretty cool. You know? Um Claudia could take you down there. We went, she, she was the one who took me down there. And where it's is in this? the it's in the antique row in Kinnison. Uh right across oh, nice. from the, the new like down from the new like you go, you know the you know the new grocery store? And when I say new I mean like six years old. In Safeway? Yeah. yeah, it's a Safeway. That double decker Safeway. Yeah. Yeah, it's back there. You walk down back, like you're walking down that on the left side, right side of the road of the railroad tracks, and you'll sure. see them. It's That's where I took, took my uh, driving course. Me too. All right. 
Yeah, we used to live not far from there. A yeah, million, so it's down million there. years ago. Yeah, worth a check. Um, okay, well, it's good to know. Yep i had, I had previously mentioned you should also look on Craigslist, um, but you could also check pawn shops. So yeah, I mean, I did look on Craigslist, but there's the here's the deal with all those things. How do I know I'm not going to get a guitar like mine? Yeah, that's boned. You know, uh, I mean, you don't necessarily. You could. I'd probably rather just get a new one. You know. Yeah. I mean, I I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate it. I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good idea because there'll be a lot of assholes like me who bought a guitar like yeah I'm gonna learn, and then they're like, man, fuck this. Mm-hmm. What now? What's wrong with your guitar? Is it is it something you could you could repair? What is, what is the damage called? What's what's what happened to it? Like exactly? are the electronics you know rusted or corroded? Is the, the neck bent? The uh, pickup selector switch is malfunctioning and needs to be replaced. Pickup selector switch is that a knob? No, it's a, it's a switch. It is a four position. I'll say toggle. But does it work? Because you can just play on whatever setting it's currently on. It works. Or does it play static? A little bit. No, no, it it works a little bit. But is your guitar uh, like all sealed, like lacquered and sealed? I mean, oh, there's a can, panel on the back. You can unscrew the panel. Oh yeah. Well, let's go get the switch. I can replace that for you. That's easy. A four position switch is very simple to replace. Some and solder. One of the one of the pickups needs to be replaced. And pickups, you can probably find this cheap. I like how James is just like, yeah. I mean, I'm, pickups are probably thirty bucks for what yeah. for a direct replacement to what you're paying are. for labor. That's what you're paying for. It's a pain that labor and a switch, a fucking switch is like two dollars. We just got to find the right switch. Get the model number, and send it over to me. We're gonna fit it. We'll get this get this thing whooped. I'll say this: if you're just gonna essentially throw it away, then it might be worth actually, yeah, you know, trying, trying. Okay. Worst All case, right. you're just gonna fuck it up more and throw it. You know, still throw it away, away anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or okay. smash it on stage. You know. Yeah. I mean, does a pope? I gotta start calling it my hand? axe. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> We'd say it, uh, James. So does the does the pope shit shit in a hand? Wow. <laughs> Who knows? My <laughs> my coworkers have picked up on a thing that you guys have known for years. They're like, they're like, I think there's a thing called Jamesisms. That James just says a thing and it's wrong. It's way wrong, you know. And I was like, do I do that? And I was like, oh yeah, I do that. I definitely do that. Yeah, I guess we never gave it a name, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's James being James, you know, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, okay. Jamesisms. I kind of like that. Yeah. All right, so what do we got here, Mike? This is uh, something from the motherboard. Mother- yeah, so this is on motherboard.vice.com. Uh, so, you know, especially recently, we didn't really talk about this, but, you know, there was the whole uh, thing with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica where, you know, supposedly Facebook disclosed user data to this company and they didn't have the right to and they didn't tell the users and blah, 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 whatever. Okay, so now there's all these different articles about, you know, goodbye Facebook, delete Facebook. You know, we ta- oh, we did talk about that, actually, didn't we? We said that last bit, week yeah. that Elon Musk deleted uh, a couple Facebook pages for his companies and this and that. Yeah, we did talk about that. So this article 
says, don't just delete Facebook, poison your data first. Which I kind of like. Yeah, me too. So it says, if you're savvy with code, you can employ a script that repeatedly alters your Facebook posts with nonsense, making it more difficult for the social media site to collect user data. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, pretty simple. That's it. Um, Does it give you sample code? They give you sample code. That's a good question. Like, uh, yeah. Well, if you're savvy, of... you can do this. But what if you're not? Yeah, there's a link in this article to uh, a post where a guy, yeah, provides sample sample code and stuff. Yeah, how to poison obs 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 obfuscate. It's um, released obfuscate. on the... obfuscate. 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 Jesus. Obfuscate. No, I'm sorry. I, I have trouble saying certain words too. So. Obfuscate. That's. Obfuscate. Obfuscate is how the Vietnamese pronounce it. The Vietnamese obfuscate. Obfuscate. Vietnamese. The Vietnamese. Vietnamese. The Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> um, those Orientals. So, so yeah, movie, so yeah. The, uh, they released it on GitHub. It looks like, and it's with Casper JS. Oh, easy. <laughs> like JavaScript, ah, that, ain't, that ain't shit. I mean, they have it all right here in code snippets. It looks pretty easy. So, I mean, somebody just got to take this code and make it into a little, a little uh, thing for the Facebook API. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, and then they make something that everybody can use. What if uh, there's a, tr you know how people change their profile picture? They'll put that filter over it, and it's kind of like a test of how quickly a virus will spread. What if you, Im what if it's like we support gay people or we support right or like uh, the Charlie Hebdo stuff yeah. from a long time ago. <clears throat> What if someone makes a, an app or something to interface with Facebook saying, you know, poison your data and you click it and it changes your profile picture to like a pirate flag and executes that whatever JavaScript and starts just hosing up your profile before deleting it? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I can see that. That's That sounds perfect. Make please, it happen. Please implement that. Yeah, right. No, you're right. It was my idea. I own it. So I don't, Evan, I don't know what Evan analyze this code. There you go. That that infamous word, analyze. Yeah. Like my Atari twenty six hundred. I, I think besides the fact that and this kind of satisfies us, the whole data obfuscation thing and the <laughs> look, <laughs> the, the whole okay. poison the data thing it, it, like it pleases us at, at, at like a root level but the reality is it feels like if you're going to delete your account anyway who cares about poisoning the data Yeah, unless they unless they have proven that and I'm sure this is the case but unless they've proven 100% that Facebook keeps a copy of your data and is still referencing it even though you deleted your account you know Unless it goes back and changes your old posts, all that stuff's going to be there. So whether you poison, quote unquote, poison your future activity or just cease all activity, doesn't make much of a I'm difference. I'm assuming it changes your old posts and then doesn't, and and 
they're assuming you're going to delete or never use your account again. Right. Cool. It says you could uh, use the script to repeatedly mangle all your Facebook posts over a period of several months to make the bulk of Facebook's data on you virtually unusable. Although it's as though it doesn't do anything for the data that's already been scraped by third parties. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Makes sense. Um, all right. Well, next up. So we talked about this a while ago. These people that were like arrested for like keeping their kids like locked in their house. Yeah. The Turpins, apparently, right? So yeah. the Turpin children. So this is an update. So the Turpin children are apparently now happy, quote unquote, Skyping. Uh they're they're being reintroduced into society here. Um of course they couldn't they couldn't get them all to uh, stay at the same house, but they have a couple here, a couple there, like kind of foster care type deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, just it sounds like they're doing they're doing well. Did they not want them? Like, did since with their newfound freedom, were they like I fucking hate all my brothers and sisters. I'm not living with them anymore. Oh no, I don't think or, so. Or <laughs> it was just logistics. Yeah, no, it's just. I mean, how many, you know, people could be like, yeah, I'll take seven kids or whatever, whatever right. it is, you know, although a lot of them aren't actually kids. Yeah. Well, there's no like government owned apartment complex for that kind of thing. Apparently not. I don't, I've never heard of that. Well, there I'm should sure be. Some... It's called so, prison. Yeah. I want to know about this. <laughs> these 20, it wasn't, wasn't them 27, 29. Jesus. Can you imagine, like, how could that person ever fucking adjust? Dude, they said the twenty when they were arrested, the twenty nine year old weighed eighty two pounds. Like, how could they ever? Like, how could they ever become like normal? The seventeen year old had a first grade education. Jesus, Christ. the seventeen year old was the one who escaped. Like, how, how they might live a more more fulfilled life than any of us because they've been deprived for so long and they've seen so much shit that like everything that we take for granted is like a super bonus to them. Well, maybe, but I think it's going to be one of two things. I think it's either going to be an extremely great situation for them. Like you said, and they'll, they'll cherish every moment or it's going to be an extremely horrible situation where they're going to be so scared and so frightened of so many different things and so introverted, it's going to be out of control, you know? Just think about that. Like, they've probably never seen, like, a fucking black person, you know? Or, like, a Spanish kid or something like that, you know? Or someone be like, hey, uh, you ever hear of meth? Like, no, what's that? Try this. Yeah, I it's going to be like, you, you guys ever seen Short Circuit 2? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Like, he doesn't know how anything is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, when I talk to people like that, like... They don't know how the world works. Yeah. I, I, I I I hate to say that, but that's how it feels almost to me. Whenever I talk to somebody who like I ask them like, "Have you seen blah blah blah?" and they're like, "No." It's like one thing if I like tease Evan about not seeing Alter Carbon, like that's something new that came out. It's not pop pop culture yet. But if you ask somebody like, "Have you seen this thing in the '80s?" and they've seen none of it, you almost look at them like, "How do you even make it to the bank every day?" <laughs> 
like like how do you how do you get paid like how does any of this work like how can you have a regular conversation with people that doesn't have to do with exactly what you want to talk to them about you know I don't know it's weird I mean obviously that's my own bias right but I was talking man. to someone last night and they claimed they have not seen any of the Indiana Jones movies from start to finish I don't think that's so ridiculous I don't think that's that ridiculous. I think that's pretty ridiculous. That's like saying you haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies from start to finish. I also I mean, don't think that's too ridiculous. That's, I don't either. Most people may not. Have, most people have been like, ah, whatever. Hmm. Both of you guys surprised me. Okay, well, next time I say I haven't seen anything, then you can't say shit. Well, no. I mean, I think there's certain things that are, like, cultural. Like, if someone says they've seen, he said from start to finish, that implies they have seen some of it. You know? If they said, I've never seen one, period, you know, or I haven't seen even one, then I'd be like, okay, it's kind of weird. Or what's Indiana Jones? Yeah, exactly. What's Indiana Jones? Or people like, I haven't seen Ghostbusters. Or have you seen Ghostbusters? What's Ghostbusters? You're like, what the fuck? You know? That that's the thing. Like, what if you you talk to somebody, you're almost gonna be a hundred percent certain that you're talking to one of the Turpin children. You know? <laughs> It's just just weird, man. Jesus, and a thirty year old. Like, can you imagine? Like, like, like. I don't think that thirty year old would be like all like ready to, to, to dive headlong into the world, because they're thirty and they were living in that situation and they were tolerating it. You know, like what are they gonna tell- do? Go to work? No, just uh, fucking get work- up and punch your dad in the fucking neck. I mean, where could they even work? Let's say, okay, you got to get a job. No, no, that's, I mean, if I was, so, I've you've heard of kids in bad situations fighting back or running or whatever, like the 17-year-old did, but the 30-year-old just was there chilling, stayed there, you know? And I'm not saying that that makes them a bad person, I'm just saying they didn't have the will to struggle then, or they just couldn't struggle anymore. So how are they going to go and, like, now be like, okay, live in an apartment, date, you know? Like, I wonder how many of these kids will become successful, like, regular adults, you know, or have relationships that are, like, and how many weird. of them are going to become serial killers? Or child molesters, yeah. You know, I hate to say that, but it's probably what the case is going to be, you know, depending on what they went through in there. You know, who knows what they're, what twisted reality of what what is love Whatever they think is love, it's fucking strange. <laughs> Baby, what? don't hurt me. Yeah. Ah, no more. <laughs> All right. Oh, what's next? You doing the thing? Yeah, fucking no, troll college here. That's the real shit. <laughs> um. Oh, the Turian language. Okay. Okay, so we were just talking about the Turpins. Now here we have a talk, an article about turpentine. Almost the same, but not quite. Oh, I thought that was a Turpin article. <laughs> I was like, oh, Michael's being funny. He's playing with words. So actress <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, who I don't know who the fuck that is, uh, praises the health benefits of drinking toxic turpentine in an unbelievable interview. Okay, so apparently she's in a in something called Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's a comedian. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe she's being funny then. Probably. But I'm interested to hear what she said. Anyways. Uh, 
I this is what she said. A teaspoon of turpentine will not kill you. Government doesn't want you to know that if you have a cold, just take some turpentine with some sugar or castor oil or honey, and it'll go away the next day. Yo, who raises these people? <laughs> How does a person like this exist? Oh, a little shot of bleach in the morning will get you right up. <laughs> what are people thinking? Go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. I got to hear the rest. She said, honey, back during slavery, let nope. me teach you something, okay? Stop. The actors claimed that slaves drank turpentine oil as a cure for various ailments. Uh... Says the reporter told Haddish that slaves weren't known for their excellent health. She argued Orphan. that's because not all slaves had access to turpentine. Stop. Stop. Then she said, look, there's worms inside your body. There are worms inside your body. There are worms inside your mind. <laughs> Haddish told the reporter she learned to use turpentine as medicine from YouTube videos and no! purchased some a few months ago on Amazon. And she oh says, everything God. just felt so much better, clarity-wise. This bitch is crazy, yo. She's crazy as fuck. Turpentine is for pulling paint off the wall, right? Dude, this uh, whole article, yep. I'm like reading this, I'm like, no. It's like the reporter argued that she might have been lightheaded from drinking poison. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Haddish was undeterred. Oh, no. It this sounds is like a... This is how flat earthers sound, man. Oh, well, no, my God. Said she's a comedian, so maybe this is all bullshit. I don't know. No, this is that's crazy. No, come on. This is so crazy. It's got to be. A, it's tr it's maybe. It's a, it's a, I it's think a, she. I'm sure she actually does it. Is it an early April first troll? No. Weaver said she did research. Uh, she researched turpentine afterward. So that's the reporter, and she sent Haddish information from the from the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Describing the dangers of turpentine poisoning. The actress, but the actress dismissed the evidence. The government wrote it, honey. Wait, did she bite Beyonce? I don't know. So when I Googled her, the first thing that came up is like, Tiffany Haddish won't talk about Beyonce bite anymore. Five hours ago, TMZ.com. Who is Tiffany Haddish, and why do I need to like start following her crazy ass now? Sanae <laughs> Lathan confirmed as star who bit Beyonce. Oh. how did this? Okay, but yeah, I see. Tiffany Haddish is now done talking about the Beyonce biting. So maybe okay. So something must have happened. Some there's okay, and then it was for, they thought it was Lena Dunham who bit her. I don't know. For people who listen to this show. They're, I barely so, know who these people are. Oddly Beyonce, enough, but. oddly enough, there are layers upon layers to this world that we live in that we all just miss. You know, we don't know about Beyonce being bitten. We don't know who Tiffany Haddish is, and so she doesn't come on our radar until she drinks turpentine for sport. Like we don't know about these people until all <laughs> of a sudden they fall into the realm of pure insanity. So we'll keep you abreast of what's happening here. I mean, this isn't like a bullshit website, is it? Am I just like reading bullshit? I don't think you are. I'm pretty sure it's real. It looks real, man. It looks fucking real. Okay. I'm like, like the more I'm reading this again, though, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Like, either she's bullshitting or this is like an onion thing. Like, I can't even like. 
I I don't even know, man. I don't like Tiffany Haddish. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But oh boy, apparently she's her, a person. So. I just heard her voice. Oh, she might be. She might. She might be drinking turpentine. <laughs> or That's how you imagine someone would. Cool someone would sound. Oh yeah, I'm reading the G on GQ. She also talks about it. And the reporter says, I didn't think humans could consume turpentine. And she's like, honey, honey hat begins haddish during slavery. Let me teach you something, okay? That's the same interview then. Is it the yeah. same interview? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. This sounds like a self-educated person. And I support that. If there's actually video of this interview, though, that'd be amazing. Poison. That's good shit. Yeah, follow uh, follow her social medias and uh, uh, give us the. Uh, we'll do a throwback to the Karuchi update. Give us the Haddish update. We'll do the Haddish hour every week. What's new in blah? Yeah. Jesus yep. Christ! Are you serious? This fucking. Yeah, I was just I just came across as I was reading I was like no no like yeah so I think that it's a troll I think she was trolling I think she I think the whole thing is a troll I think she was trolling the reporter this 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 reporter I think she just wanted to talk about something ridiculous because this whole biting thing is happening and yes yeah, so Beyonce is at the bar so I said Beyonce did she really bite you and she was like yeah I was like she, she gonna get her ass beat tonight. That's what she said to Beyonce. So 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 I think this Beyonce biting thing is a whole thing. And she probably was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna say something." She's a comedian. She's like, "I'm gonna say something fucking ridiculous and go ham with it." And that's what she did. She's like, "There are worms in your body. Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> I think it's a troll, dude. I, I really think it is. Mike, you investigate because I think she's serious. She's like, the government wrote those documents. You think you think Tower Seven? Was a coincidence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Maybe we need to explore that more, Evan. No. Also. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, you've already done all the research? I've done it all. I don't believe you. Okay. I know all I need to know about Tower 7. <laughs> he like Dude, definitely, he's like, it definitely was an inside job. <laughs> Oh man! All right, ridiculous. So yeah, last thing here is obviously is the Temerian language on Memory Alpha. So you know, Merab with sail with sails unfurled and Uzani, his army with fists closed. Uh, Picard and Dathan at Eladrill. That's how it ends. Oh, right? so that's the captain's name, Dathan. Yeah, or Dathone, or yeah, I don't know how he pronounces it, but yeah. That's weird. But I'm right, well, thank you for that. Yeah. I got nothing else. Um, did anyone see anything? Like, did Google doing anything for April Fools or? Um, they did. Where's Waldo? On maps, where's Waldo game you can play? Oh, that's it's pretty, pretty funny. It's pretty uh, tame compared to the rest of the stuff. Oh, here you go. Here's what they're doing. Yeah. Google Cloud Hummus API. Oh, oh right. 
So I'm pretty sure one of my coworkers wrote a Turbo Encabulator thing for the cloud and is posting it on Monday on the on our connected like our C three site. For what? For April Fools. Oh, okay. Yeah. They normally do like four, three or four things. They normally do a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they do. And uh, yeah, it's on this website here. I found or this this article. It's a uh, it's a few things. So they did the hummus API. They did uh, where's Waldo? They did the Gboard hardware keyboard. So it's like their Gboard uh, software, but it's a uh, it's actually a hardware keyboard. Mm-hmm. So it's a keyboard. Mm-hmm. The bad joke detector. Oh, we uh, could have used that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the gnome. They did the gnome thing, right? The gnome. Uh, okay, Google thing, but it's a gnome. Sorry, Google. I didn't, I I didn't see that. that. <laughs> I see uh, Google Australia. They're rebranding Google to Googs. G O O G Z. They said this is a result of them analyzing the local dialect. (laughs) I don't know. Renewable energy Chromebooks. That sounds like it could be an actual product. Like have a tiny solar panel on the back of the screen. It says for solar power, just place your Chromebook in direct sunlight. (laughs) Ten minutes should get you five hours of battery life. That's pretty funny. Yep. So that's uh, that's all the uh, Google stuff there. But I did, I had to Google it. <laughs> so uh. is there some? Is there like a hidden joke in that hummus API uh, that I'm not getting? I guess it's just ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. Okay. And how can you have an API for hummus? I don't know. Exactly. That's why I was asking. <laughs> It's like saying, yeah, we got a lovely steak API here. You know, it's a... Well, James is that. I mean, I know that. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for Easter? Um, absolutely nothing. I think we're doing it. Yeah, we're pretty recording much. Recording a podcast. It's, uh, it's also uh, Passover, I guess, right? I don't know. That just happened, right? <coughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. the Jews pass over our Lord and decide to take care of themselves? Yeah. Basically, hmm. damn Jews. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. But can you so say for sure that it's not how they abandoned Christ? He abandoned them, James. You would know that if you ever went to that's synagogue. Right. That's right. Did you know the fucking Torah is made out of fucking skin? No, but that's pretty gangster. It's gangster as fuck, dude. <laughs> I, I did not know that. Dude, uh, a guy, a guy in our Discord told me about that, and he was like, "Yeah, it takes months and months, and they're super like like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because it's one long continuous piece of skin that gets sewn together and handwritten. Like every tour is handwritten. That is true, I believe. Yeah, um, but let me ask you: Did he tell you the skin. Did he tell you about the skin today? No, he said it's deer. Okay. He says he said he told me that it, it it is as of as as far as he knows they are now used deer, 
And I was like, all I could think about was the Necronomicon. And I was like, man, y'all motherfuckers <laughs> are old school, man. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that like the Apocrypha or some shit? Yeah, That's yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like, exactly. Jesus. Fucking damn crazy Jews. Ugh, God, I bet it's cool to be a Jew. Besides the whole people who hate him and shit. But still, look, I bet it's cool to be Jewish in America. Yeah. Yeah, because you get to get filter fish and... Have a thick ass. I used to eat a lot of that when I was a kid. My mom told Uh, me. Are you serious? Yeah. Where the fuck did you get gefilte fish from? At the grocery store. Sounds fucking disgusting. It's there. Sounds great though. As it'll be probably in the international section now. I don't know. But I've seen it there many times. I've just never had it. I looked at the ingredients at one at one point. You know, fairly recently, it was like ground up fish, uh, like gluten. Fucking gelatin, something I was, I was like straight up gluten. I'll, I'll probably never eat this again. But <laughs> I mean, it looks like a poop made of fish. Oh, it's horrible. Nice. We'll dip some in Nutella when you guys get down here. How about that? Yeah. Now, there's only one thing I want from Judaism, and that's the thick ass girls. Otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> okay, thick with two C's. Oh, by the way, the fucking the the so in uh, Far Cry Five, there's four bad guys joseph seed john seed uh an other an elder brother who i don't remember his name and faith seed and faith seed thick she's so thick oh it's thick it's great so we, we were playing last night we beat her level last night we beat her region last night and every time she would pop up because she's like their drug their drug drug lord so she would like you the drugs were everywhere so you'd have you'd have like hallucinations of her and every time she'd pop up and i would be like about to shoot her and my my friend wilkes he'd be like stop i want to see that thick moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's got some hips and hips on her man she's a fucking fucking nice girl well well built what we call svelte in the business Mm -hmm. i think uh we've been over that james i know but i'm gonna keep using that word because i like the way it sounds it's a good word i just want you to use it correctly i'm almost right are you? I uh, I think we discovered I was almost right. Evan, hmm? what is he almost right? I'm, I'm not going to be no, the judge. No, 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 no. Svelte is not not thick, but that's okay. Slender and graceful in figure or outline, slim. So she's not svelte. She's thick though. And I'll take yeah. that. I'll take that. Thick with two C's, my man. Two C's. Thick, thick boy. <laughs> Mike, would you would you prioritize the precision of language or the understanding of meaning? Or the understanding of meaning? Yeah. Uh, like, he used the exact opposite of the definition of the world, word to describe what he meant, but we all understood what he meant. Right. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting, uh, interesting point. But then it's like, why I have the word then? I mean, you know, then right. Yeah, the evolution of language. Yeah, w- words have meaning, and I think we're, it's like certain things should be constant and they shouldn't evolve. That was a me. That was me not understanding, not me trying to be like, oh, I know better. Uh, I definitely don't know better. One it's, word it's, that I keep on hearing it being misused in books. What? Uh, nonplussed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's because so, that's it's common parlance to misuse it now. So I just googled nonplussed, and it has here a second definition: North American informal of a person, not not disconcerted, unperturbed. That's the use I've been hearing. 
But that's not how it's supposed to be used. Is that the opposite? Oh, just about. You're supposed to be... It says, of a person, surprised and confused so much that they are unsure how to react. Yeah. Another way to say it would be utterly perplexed. Right. That's what nonplussed means. Not like, eh, he wasn't bothered. (laughs) Not unperturbed. The opposite. (laughs) The opposite. Exactly. Just like you said with Svelte. The fucking opposite. (laughs) So, yeah. Eh. Um. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about that another time. We'll have our grammar episode next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so James, you get any more uh, crap games? Like, uh, what's the game? What's the game that everyone plays? It's like League of Legends. Oh yeah, well, no, I don't have anything like that. Is that for a computer or is that? Mm-hmm. It's for computer. Yeah, it's PC. Huh. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I've been looking for another game though. So Fortnite. the bar, the bar fight, VR bar fight. I definitely want to pick that up. It's I think it's like five bucks. So I'll probably pick that up just to like throw some people around. You, did you watch the video? No. Um, Michael, did you see the video? No. It's a, it's in our group chat. I know. Yeah. I did not look at it. Yeah, it's funny. And that game is old. I forgot it existed until someone posted it. So I'll Yeah, Phil's it like, hey, uh, can we destroy my, t- my new TV with this? Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, good enough. So uh, more VR stuff. Um, I, think, I think next week I'll have some more news about VR. There's supposed to be some stuff from Magic Leap coming out. I didn't post anything, and I don't want to talk about it now just because I don't know a lot about what's happening, but one of the VR podcasts... I talk about is big on it, and it's probably one of if if it if it's true, it's positioned to be the biggest next step in VR AR, probably mostly AR technology. Interesting you know? if true. Yeah. Interesting if true. Yeah. Like <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for coming out today. Thank you for tolerating our shenanigans for a hundred episodes. We appreciate you. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate that you can appreciate the time and energy that we put into this podcast. Uh, these gentlemen are my finest friends, and it's my absolute pleasure to do this with them and to be and to do it for hopefully another hundred episodes. We'll see what Evan can take. <laughs> uh, that said, since it's our hundredth episode. It's almost uh, mandatory that you go to our Amazon affiliate link and buy some shit from Amazon, <laughs> and you go to our Patreon page and buy some shit. Uh, when I say buy some shit, I mean just sign up at Michael Blower and Company because that's what the horrible name is called, and sign up for uh, sign up for our Patreon page. Um, the links to all that are on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You can send us an email at feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Obviously, Patreon, our Patreon link is uh, patreon.com slash iopanelpodcast. Or is it just iopanel, Michael? Yeah, slash iopanel. That's it. It's slash iopanel. Patreon.com slash iopanel. And you can get there from our our website, like I said earlier. Um, Facebook, iopanel podcast. Uh, Twitter at Isle Panel Podcast, Instagram at Isle Panel Podcast. There's tons of ways to get a hold of us. Please talk to us. Um, we want to redo the show. Also, 
We want to add things and take away things that you guys don't like or you guys want to hear more of or less of or whatever. So you want more polls. You want more information. We have to get back to you guys about the polls, too, that we put out last week. Polish people, man. They're all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Those damn polls. I really want their sausage. Um, so, Pollocks. <laughs> Pollocks. So what's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a very racist joke about a Polish submarine having a screen door. I uh, just knew the person and the the thing, but I didn't know the punchline. The punchline was the screen door, but anyway, save that racism for another time. Maybe get Archie Bunker on our show. So anyway, yeah, so tell us what we can do better for you guys. We want to give you guys the next 100 episodes. We want to take this show to the next level, and we want your help to do it. So let us know what we can do uh, and uh, look for more from us. Okay, thank you very much, and uh, we will look forward to hearing from you guys. I'm James, and for Evan and Mike, we're out. We're better off as strangers, believe me when I say, loving me is loving danger, your heart is bound to break, I walk alone in the night, meet the pale moon.